How are you guys doing this morning? Very, very well. If I was any better, I need a twin brother to share all this glory with. Yeah, here, here we're on what episode six, I believe. Yeah. Five, six, seven, six, twenty-six. I can't remember. Yeah. So, uh, it's cold outside. It is very cold. No, it's not. It's it's not cold. No, it's it is chilly. Cold. It's cold. It's chill. Well, you're skinny. <laughs> yeah. It's chilly. Like I could have done shorts and a t-shirt, but I yeah. chose not to. You, you're over there shivering. I went out last night to 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 make a phone call, and I was like, "Up, oh, nope." Coming right back in. The kids really? are just gonna have to wake up. The weather went from ninety to fifty like it like it saw a state trooper. <laughs> you know, it's still like ninety in Houston, so let's have a moment of silence for those folks down there. <laughs> what is it, ninety? It's like ninety in human <laughs> Houston. So, it's always uh, human in Houston. We got a little uh change at the at the table today. Uh Jeremy's gonna be out for a few weeks. So uh we got Brandon over here, Jeremiah, this the same crew as usual, and we got my boy uh this is my son's plushie since he was just a young man. So this is Fred, Frederick. Uh, he'll be joining us this morning. He's How you doing today, Fred? Yeah, yeah, he's uh You don't have a, you don't, <laughs> He's got nothing to say, us? apparently. Yeah. Oh. Well, just, you can switch it while you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> all right, man. First things first, praise reports. How's everybody's week? What uh, what what good happened? Bad, good. I had a really cool uh thing happen. This um, I met these people uh, from like four hours away, and I was looking for a couple of new horses, and uh, one one smaller one to put my kids on, start teaching them how to ride and everything, and then I wanted something I could rope off of and ride around uh, the land out there. And uh, anyways, these people brought them. They, I had this motorcycle that we built, and and uh. They they wanted a bike and I wanted horses, so it worked out beautifully. They drove them like four hours away. Well, this this girl like was like, well, I apologize, you know, uh, things have been kind of crazy. Their son passed away the week before. He's ten month old, super sad. Just Aww. I won't go into details because it's not my story, but I will say that at the end of it, uh, when they were leaving after we loaded the bike up, I put the horses up, everything. I stood in the driveway, me and my mom and and this couple, and they were you know just going through the weeds, yeah. and we held hands in the driveway and we prayed. And it, I mean, literally, as soon as I, you know, asked him to join us in that circle, man, it was just like, I haven't felt God like that in a while, like, like head to toe, like over, like to the point where I, I felt like I was floating above myself, like experiencing what was going on in that circle it was very powerful, but it, it was a divine appointment because I needed it to kind of rejuvenate my spirit and they needed the, the, uh, the hope. Yeah. So. It was really good. That was a, the, one of the best things that's happened to me in quite a while, honestly. Jeremiah. Try to top that. Yeah. I, I, got, no, I, <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I don't know where to go. It's, uh, it's I mean, like, I, well, I got about four or five more Taco Casa hats this week. Man. I only got two. Yeah. You know, okay, so let's get they, <laughs> she gave me two the other day and I only spent like seven dollars and I'm they're trying to get rid of them at this point. Yeah. And she's like, here's two more. And I'm like, no, I don't I can't. I've given them all to my friend's kids. I don't need them anymore. Yeah. Uh, uh so yeah, I only have two right now. See, a straight hustler would have been like, Hey, I got these taco hot costa hats for five bucks. They're don't little, don't go spend ten. They're little kids' hats it though. Like that you can't even put it on your head. You couldn't even put it on Fred's head. They're like little tiny or Fred. I'll have yeah. you know I went to Taco Casa with to to buy just for the intention that of uh, getting a hat and you didn't get hat. one. <laughs> and I literally like so I go to the no, I got four. So I had the both my kids with me and she was like, Well, how many do you have? And I said, She goes or she gave me two and she goes, Do you want more? And I said, Yeah. And she goes, How many do you have? And I said, 
11. Mm-hmm. You I told said, a lady at Taco Cosby you have 11 kids? Yeah. And, then she, and I go, no, no, no. And she started grabbing like this whole bundle. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like uh, there's four of us, you know, like oh, Lindsay and me and the kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. Obviously the hats won't fit me. They, they probably can't fit get Lindsay. rid of them quick But then she just threw them in my truck. She's like, there you go. I was like, man, that's really sweet of you. Because like now if I run into a kid and I know I've got two extra, I'll just toss them one. Be like, hey, here you go. Here's that's a good idea. Here, some, how was your week, Fred? Yeah, Fred. Yeah, he ate some dinosaurs. Yeah, me too. Rolled some rocks, and I'm not sure what else Flintstones do, but I think uh, I think Bubba made it happen. Now we got to close up with Fred. Uh, Did you get one in there? We're gonna get a better one uh, with this other camera, but <laughs> yeah, we'll do that next time. When yeah, get that camera off me. Let's hear your praise report. I know you've got at least one. Oh, I come so prepared. Um, I'll wait. No, I'm just messing with you. Uh, yeah, just get, get you know, uh, it was kind of a rocky start getting the kids back into school. So uh, just kind of everybody getting back to normal and the wife being able to get back to her routine. And yeah, um, yeah, I mean, that's just been a big deal. That's been an ongoing deal for, um, you know, my wife finally got back to work. Last year, you know, because she's been at the she's been at home with the kids for 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 a while, and then finally our youngest went to kindergarten, so we got her freedom. Yeah, and then Corona hits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Corona, great. That damper on Cor- thing, corona yeah. hit was was. I haven't experienced a school zone in nine months. I know, it like was having new. a drive through like, oh, school, yeah, I and I was like, oh yeah, slow down. Yeah. Like there's a twenty mile an hour flashy zone up here. Yeah. Yeah. Then they got the fake SRO <laughs> cops out there. They yeah. Can't. How's that fake? Are they still real cops? I mean, they they don't have any uh, jurisdiction to pull anybody over, like on the they're main just, road. They're just campus uh, security guards. But they but the I mean, the guy's carrying a badge and a gun. I would be inclined to pull over if he got his lights on behind me. Either way, so I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I was told they weren't a lot. They, they, no, they first of all, you have, officers and police officers. You have a I think license in the state of Texas. I, I it mean, don't matter if you're a Fort Worth cop; he could come out here. Technically, and you could be a security guard and pull somebody over on yeah, the road yeah. if you're licensed by the state. Well. The way that I understand it is that they've got them badged up to. Well, if you weren't speeding through the school zone, no, you got to work okay, it. It's no different than like, okay, drive, so, so Fort Worth. <laughs> so like in the, in the city of Fort Worth, you've got east, west, north, and south divisions of police. That doesn't mean that somebody from the north quadrant can't yeah. be like driving home to see a crime and, and make a judicial. Oh, yeah. So even if no, 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 Fort Worth cops live out here. But the same thing with the SRO officers. And I know this from experience because I remember I skipped school one time. And I was. They came and got you. For oh yeah, and, and it was definitely not at school. And I definitely got tickets for what I was doing. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so they definitely have every every jurisdiction that. Uh, I feel like everybody in town knew where you lived though, growing up. Yes. Like, do you you don't live there still? No, my mom still has that place. I was going to say you still own the property though. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's still still. So you land. ain't hiding. If from it's no up to police. me, if it's up to me, that'll. Well, it's because we used to throw shindigs over there that were just <laughs> epic. I was—I think I was the only person in this town that ever had a, a, a UFC fight in his backyard. We used to turn my trampoline upside down and wrap, wrap caution tape around it. Well, we had some—we had some good ones back there. That was the—that was the old me. There's a there's no there's not a person in town that doesn't know where B Cook lives. Now they you don't. Know. Not, yeah. not where my residence not is. Well. And I won't be sharing my address on here, but yeah, you, you can go by and see my mama. Yeah, over on over on Fort Worth Highway. Just, Go buy Christie Smoke Ring and and buy your tobacco and accessories from them if you choose to indulge. They also have drinks and snacks. Really? Mm-hmm. Nice. And they're having a big Labor Day sale. Labor Day sale. Labor Day's over. Wait, I want to vent about one thing real quick. Check this out. So, 
all up and down Fort Worth Highway. You've got banners, sail banners, right? The furniture place. Uh, We're talking the, about them goofy flags. Yeah, that fly I mean they're over all everywhere. over Fourth Highway. Check this out. So the Sunday, are, yeah, uh, the guy that that uh, that owns that business, my mom's like his partner or whatever, but uh, he he's out of the country, can't get back. He's because of the flight restrictions and all that stuff, That's so he's having trouble. Christy smoking, yeah. So Sunday, she was like, well, I'm going to draw up some business. So they had the sale banner, right? So she goes out there. There's two T-posts already in the ground there by the highway. She puts up a, a little, like, two-by-five banner that just says, like, sale on accessories or whatever it is, right? right? On a Sunday, code enforcement comes by there. Listen to this. I forgot oh, to tell you about this. Go. Bro, listen to this. So she drives down Fort Worth Highway, and it's, it's, some, it's some kind of uh, intentional, you know, I'm not saying all of them are like that, but this one lady, uh, she's got something out for that business, my mom, somebody, right? She came over there and cut her sale sign down with a knife, left all the trash on the ground, and took her sign on a Sunday and said, these aren't allowed. And I said, that's, she can't do that. That's your property. Yeah, I was going to say, that seems that's a little theft. extreme. So the city was closed Monday. I forgot to call them yesterday, but I, I do plan on hashing that out with them because, A, you're not even on the clock on a Sunday. And even if you were, you have to cite someone and give them a chance to make an improvement before you can just go rip their stuff down. That's like them pulling up to a, a house and saying, you can't park a truck. And I'm sure there's a million people on this on Facebook that have probably dealt with this in the city where they come by and say, you can't have your trailer parked in grass. It's got to be an improved surface, right? They did that to me back in the day at the shop, you know, so I went in there and put road base down and made a parking lot. No more issues, but they have to cite you or give you some kind of a violation. They can't just come steal your stuff. Right. Yeah, I, I'm mom's like, agree. you got to be able to fix it. And she left the trash all over the ground. Like it was so disrespectful. And I was just blown away when she told me this. What? I was like, what? Like, and, but you have to drive by was literally 50 businesses with the same cell, like banners all up and down Fort Worth Highway to, just to get there. And then she sped off, wouldn't give her a card, wouldn't tell her her name, anything. But she was in the city of Weatherford Code Enforcement Truck. Okay, that's what I was about to ask. Like, was there, like, are we sure the city did this? But it was now, in a they're, marked they're, yeah. truck. It was okay, in a white, okay. one of those white Dodges with, you know, that said it on the side. But she was heated. And I was like, I would be too. She, I mean, because those banners, you know, it's probably a $50, $60 banner. Yeah. You know, two by five with print all over it, you know, what, 75 bucks maybe. So what, you have to have a permit to put that uh, out well, there or what? Either way, yeah. that that sign belongs to you. I mean, well, sign, I, I, signage is a big deal in this town I, because they, they... I get the concept of why they ripped it down. But, but yeah, there's some is, sort of I, permit or you have to ask. Is that their, well, is that they're, their they're saying that... Ban- no, she told her that banners were not allowed. But hmm. you literally have to drive by, f- like, I, I would, without being dramatic, I would say at least... There's a furniture store on Fort Worth Highway, I'm not going to name names, but they got banners out. All the and time. does it bother anybody? No. Oh, like you're trying to them. promote their business. This is the American dream. Promote your business. If you're having a sale, how, what are you supposed to do? Stand out there? I mean, because they'll, they'll grab at you for holding a sign out there, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, well, that's Weatherford and how, the reason how why are they upset so panhandlers. Slow. How are they going to upset your mama on a Sunday? Uh, dude, on a <laughs> Sunday morning. And my mom had to drive over there and was like, because she lives over there. That's like, that's like, I don't know, throwing popcorn at a bear. And yeah, this is the first way. Don't, don't, don't make mom cook, day, man. You know, yeah. like, come in there and, yeah, you don't mess with my mama Sunday. like that. Well, I was heated, you know. I'm like, are you kidding me? You had to drive by 10 or 12 businesses that have the exact same kind of signage up by the street yeah. that I guarantee you wasn't permitted. or She doesn't even say you had a permit. Shit is not allowed. So I wasn't going <clears> to, <throat> this wasn't planned to talk about on this segment. Sorry. I just had to. No, no, no. But, but it brings up a point. I was uh, doing something yesterday and I was talking with the lady. It's a, it's a local business owner, very close to our office here. And she was saying when the pandemic hit uh, at first that, uh, you know, they were forced to close down, blah, blah, blah. And about two weeks in, you know, she's got bills due. 
and she's sitting at the house and she's like, you know, this, you know, Monday rolled around and, and she's like, I got up and came up here and opened my doors. Mm-hmm. So two, two or three days I got away with it. And then that third day, somebody come in, it was code enforcement, shut her back down. But she's like, you know, she's like, I understand that the things were bad, but she had just lost her husband about six months before that. And, uh, Single income woman, you know. She's just like she's like it was either me come in and 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 make make my destiny and make it happen and, and make my paycheck or, or lose everything because, you know, whatever the government wants to say, they're not hearing. Oh, I'm not making my mortgage payment or I'm not making my electric payment as much right. as they want to say that. That is not what's happening. So she, I mean, she did what she had to do. She went in there and uh, you know, and then they they quickly. Closed her down. Your wife said that Fred looks good in that chair over there. Looks at home in that oh, chair. We, we got a we got a better close up of him too somewhere. Oh, yeah, let's let's let's, let's, let's see look what. At that. Ooh, he's looking oh, good. No. Oh, oh, no. Flashy Fred. There you go. He needs to move that mic out of his face so I can yeah. see him. We might there we might is. have to. Pick. There he is. Scooch him, yeah, towards you, Dale, a little bit. Turn him. Yeah, there he is. There he is. <laughs> so uh, how you doing, guys? He's got I don't want to go off into the hole. Code enforcement thing because I don't I don't know anybody at, at that particular branch of the city, but still, if they're complaining about banners, they need to do. There's some people out here with some stuff in their yard that hadn't been moved in 30 Dude. years. I'm just saying, you got I can't pull out of some intersections because I can't see around the weeds in the trees, whether it's the city property or if it's where's the code enforcement on that? You want me to pull out in front of somebody because y'all can't cut your trees back? And here's the thing, you have to look. I mean. You, if you make exception for one, you make exception for all. So, and, but here's the thing: like, literally a, a couple of years ago, I had a guy bugging the crap out of me because we had a box trailer parked out in front of our shop, right? And there, and it was parked on a mowed grass. You know, it's not a crappy looking property or anything like that. It's very clean. And they were trying to give me tickets for it. And I said, you know what? I'll just put road base down. So I had I called Michael Lucas, one of my good buddies. And he he came over there and took care of it for me. And guess what? You can't say anything now. It's an improved surface. It's not on the grass. But they literally stopped by there. I would, I would literally say without being dramatic about it, I would say probably 15, 20 times and bugged me and bugged me and bugged me and bugged me until I just finally threw my hands in there. I was like, okay, fine. I'll just go spend $4,000 and put road base on all this stuff. And then you can get, you know, get lost because, but, but right right around the corner at the, a couple of stores right there that that have used goods and stuff. Mm -hmm. There is washers and dryers and microwaves stacked outside. Look like Sanford and Son. Trailer park down the road that has so much stuff in the front yard. You can't even see the front door. And I'm like, well, how do you drive past that to come here? That's where my beef is. How do you drive past a violation based off your standards and come pick single one person out? Well, but here's the, here's the caveat to that. It's for the most part. Uh, our city's pretty pretty clean. I cut, mm-hmm. I cut to Fred when you were talking. Oh. <laughs> we have a you know our, our city is pretty clean. Most places are, but there are some some. There are yeah, there are some spots, but for the right for the most part, the landscaping on the public areas is kept nice. We got that fancy sign down there in front of Taco Bell. Y'all seen that? Uh-uh. Oh yeah, the, the light new, up weather uh, sign. It's really sweet. Whatever, yeah. Where they redid it's the like medians. LED. Oh yeah, in yeah, front yeah. Of, which is really cool. It looks good. Where they ripped up that perfectly good brick. And it, yeah, was that's paid, hey, 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 it was paid for by a grant. The city didn't waste any money doing it. Everybody yeah. was getting mad because North Main wasn't paved, and the city was doing that. But that was paid for by a grant, and North Main is controlled by TxDOT. Yeah, not the city. Yeah. But anyway. That sign up there looks really cool at night. It lights up blue and so like. Right. There's some really neat stuff. I used to like Granberry more. 
Um, I was open about this. I used to, back in the day, Granberry was like a little resort town. Bro, and Granberry it still, still is. is. It, it still you know, is. Square, Weatherford's, the way catching up. Weatherford's catching up. Though. Weatherford's catching up. You know up. why it won't? Do you know why it won't anytime soon? Because our thoroughfare goes around the square. Yes. And, and it was doesn't. supposed to change a few years ago. And I don't really know the details. They're on still that stuff, trying but, to. They're still trying to fix that. But here's the deal: like you, when you when you single people out like that, this is how you alienate people. This is how you get people to start writing letters and complaining and showing up to council meetings and, and, and voicing their opinions and, and filing complaints on employees. Most of the people that are great. We have a close relationship with them. I mean, uh, I'm involved with some of that stuff. And, and here's the thing you cannot, that's like saying, that's like looking at you and saying your hair has got to be this short and you've got to wear this shirt to work. And then looking at him and going, uh, wear a ball cap and a t-shirt, whatever you want. You, you yeah, have to be hippie. across the board. If you're going to come rip somebody's banner down, then you need to get your, your zip, your, your cutters out and cut every zip top down fourth highway in the same day, in the same breath. You can't come and drive past 10 violations to single one person out because it makes you look bad. Well, it makes the city look bad. I bet you if you go hang a banner on your front porch right there, ain't nobody going to say nothing. I, I mean, yeah, hope, probably not. But, and that's the thing is like, you know, what, there's been no transgressions, you know? I mean, you, I, it, it was just silly. And on a Sunday morning, it was way uncalled for. It was just silly. You know, upset my mother that, you know, that's a banner that they literally they just committed theft. That property does not belong to you. Unless you can produce a receipt for it, you don't get to touch it. And banners are like 50 bucks minimum. I mean, yeah, I mean for it a was good probably one. more than that because they had like, you know, graphics all over it. It was like a, a nicely made deal. I don't know where they got it made at, but, but you know, you can't, you cannot treat a citizen like that, a business owner like that, especially, I mean, why, why do they have a sell thing up? I don't know. Maybe because we've been shut down for months. There's been a pandemic and spending's been sporadic and the economy's in the crapper. Yeah. So now they're trying to like promote sales so that they can stay there and be relevant because guess what? It's going to be hard pressed to like get another business into that same old building. You know what I mean? So if it sits vacant, now you got a vacant property sitting on one of your main highways because they had to go out of business because they couldn't get people in there. Yep. You know, they just went through a, we're going through a pandemic, you know, give a little leadway on that. Even if they're not allowed, like, is that really worth your time? They're worried about our banner, but yet you can go get a gallon of margaritas to go now. Yeah, that's perfectly dude, I mean, acceptable. Seriously? Like that, that's an acceptable thing, a standard to set. I mean, yeah. And eventually there won't be enough businesses to make the money to pay the city people. So she won't even have a job anyway. Do you see how many businesses have closed down? Mm-hmm. And, and gotten rid of their storefronts, which maybe it's a good, maybe it's it's good for some of them, but <clears throat> there's a lot of boutiques and candy shops. Well, here, and here's the thing with restaurants. Here's yeah. the thing with the clothes, like with a bunch of clothes businesses. Um, it just looks bad. And I'm not saying this is across the board, but it really showed liquidity in the business market. You know, where, where it, you know, just like OA, it really shows cash flow in, in these businesses, especially when you see they've been shut down a week. And they're already having to close their doors. You know, that, that shows you that. Yeah, but look at American Airlines and these huge companies that are filing bankruptcy and taking these loans out. Well, of course. They have, the government yeah. is putting up. But, and they I, have yes, a ton of money to, to do that. And it's a I vicious mean, business cycle, and I understand the big business game. But, I mean, you have to think, like, look at the the hotels, the travel destinations, the the cruise ships, everybody, all these people that filed bankruptcy. I mean, there's a list a mile long of people who went out of business or had to file, like, you know, bankruptcy to be able to start fresh again and you know mom and pop down here are hanging on by a thread and you're wearing them out about a banner you know what i mean it just doesn't make any sense it's just not ethical in my opinion it's not ethical yeah maybe maybe the the code says something different but you, if you're going to do that and you're going to 
single somebody out, you gotta you gotta go and do. I think it we should follow up. I want to hear how this. Oh, I'm going to. I play like yeah. a next week. I want to hear. Yeah, I, I, well, let's get them on the phone right now. Call well, them. We need to start doing that. Do we have that we have technology? A call out segment where we can just get people on here and call. We them. have that technology. But every, huh? every week, it's been something else with getting this. The setup is very complicated. Do we have so, a landline? Do we still do that? Do people yes. landline? We have a thing. Landline. We have many landlines, and we've got one dedicated. We just haven't. It's set up, just not completely set up. You could wire it to Bobo's. And okay, anyways, that's my rant. Moving on. All their problems. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, it's just that that's, that's what I always said is, is uh, the pandemic, whatever you want to call it, is a great equalizer. It's knocking a lot of businesses that didn't really have st- sturdy foundations. Um, it's also knocking a lot of businesses that have been around 80 years. You see Luby's is going down. Well, I mean, but... But here's the thing is that 80, 80 something years people want to complain that these businesses have been around and they've got market share. Well, hey, and you should have gone there and ate more here. here right. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm talking about people that want to open new oh, businesses. Yeah. Here's your chance to open a new business. A it should be uh, the best are, time in the world to get into a drive through. I can tell you that. Yeah, they, those uh, are making a comeback. I mean, I say making a comeback. They've already made a comeback. I mean, they were already in existence. They're but, already you know, relevant, like, but they're packed. Lindsay said, yes, you need to get a phone in service. We, we do have one in service. We just need a... Ours burned down many years ago. Or Your phone? What? Your phone? Our drive-in. Oh. <laughs> oh Weatherford yeah. had a drive-in. Yeah. We could open that back, back up and raise more money. Yep. Yeah. The source Going towards Mirror Oh, yeah. But in on uh, Mirror West. Yeah, Granberry's got one. Graham's got one. Fort Worth's got two. We have one here now. Film, uh, Film Valley do, or Film Valley does it every night. Film, Film Valley. That's an inflatable screen. I don't know that they're still doing that. Yeah, they are. Are they? I are was they? Just there the other day and they were doing. They're setting that's it a, up. That's an inflatable screen, but yeah. still it's, a drive not, up. it's not as cool the as the old one. school. Yeah, ones. with like the old order, like yeah. hang up and stuff. Yeah. That was, man, that's cool. My man. That's nostalgia that central. Went, went there with my dad on dates back in the sixties. So yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Bit of history. Yeah. Well, I guarantee you that there was probably a lot of our parents that uh, conscience in the pimp game. <laughs> Daddy was well. He 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 was a pimp. He had a pimp hand. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh Mike Aldava. Good morning, Mike. What's up, buddy? Said Luby's for lunch today. Absolutely not. <laughs> When's the last time you went to a Luby's? I can't even I, remember. I can honestly say that I have never eaten at a Luby's. I really? I, no. there once. I will not eat buffet. <laughs> per- what did he say? He got his old change there once. <laughs> Luby's. Sounds like so, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. So Luby's also owns Fuddruckers. Uh, was it? Have you been to a Fuddruckers? I have been to a Fuddruckers. Yeah, that's I, in jeopardy, too. I think once. Good, they're terrible. Good, because their name's horrible. All right, I you, know. I super think, bad branding on okay, that. Okay, hang on a second. Yeah, hold on, the, clear. Name, the name is terrible first. But you don't forget it. You're right, but you get excluded from any no, 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 food, because no, 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 no. you eat twigs and berries hold for on, lunch. Hold on, hold on. So I, you can't talk about no hamburgers. When you I don't ate know. beef, <laughs> I ate Fuddruckers. When? When was that? Like 10 years ago? It, it's been a while. And don't was there a grand opening? or what? It was a grand opening. And I got asked my wife. I get, I rarely get like stomach ill. You, I got very your ill. stomach always hurts because you eat twigs and berries. No, I do not throw up. To learn how to digest meat. Yes. No. No. So this is when I was eating bean burritos, big pantry. So I was on. I was on the game, and Fuddruckers was terrible. Their their burger sucked. The pole place sucks. Period. I, my my so wife is commenting saying, "What, Brandon? I guess she's shocked that I've never been to a Luby's." We're going to Luby's. Unless today. maybe maybe I went with her and I don't remember, but I don't I don't think I've ever been to one. Yeah. I've never I can say I've 
not not in my recollection. Maybe I did and it just wasn't very memorable. I don't know. I've driven by and laughed every time. Oh, <laughs> do you remember when Golden Corral used to be where the mattress thing is, or right there where uh, Walgreens? Or, or, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, on the corner, the old yeah. Golden Corral oh, corner, dude. Oh, I forgot. Friday about night, that. man, the whole family we go up there. That was our spot, bro. Like that was that was eating it. That was eating the Sizzler. You remember when Grandy's you know? was where IHOP is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. I do remember that. Yeah, do you remember really how well. weird it was that the Grandy's lady that had the with the rolls was like the same at, at every Grandy's? Yes. Like she oh, was, my baby, back, baby, back, baby, back, baby, back, baby, back, baby. She, she was just always there. Hang on a second. I remember when Chili's was a luxury. Chili's was yes. great. I mean, now I don't think about it. I don't really eat at Chili's. Chili's used to be a luxury because my parents would never, they would go to Chili's, but then they would like. That get us jumbo night, jacks yeah, yeah, yeah. from like yeah. Home, yeah get a bunch of jumbo jacks and make the kids pick what they don't want off of it but Chili's was like that and and uh, El Phoenix uh, my parents would go to El Phoenix they're oh, taking us all El, El, El Phoenix, El Phoenix. All right. yeah yeah I like El tacos. Phoenix El Phoenix pretty good if I if I'm eating Mexican food though and I'm and I want something like Tex-Mex I'm going to El Paseo baby every time which one any of them well not the one in Middle Wales no. <laughs> Because they closed it, but it's it's but I, it's the culture behind it. Because that family right there, the, the Lermas, man, that is some of the best people I know. Honestly, I mean, well, honestly, I've only ever been to the one in Mineral Wells. I've never been to the one in like Lake Worth or any. Of we did a, we did an add on at Lake Worth what last year, two years ago, or whatever it was. And uh, I'm actually over there right now. We got a cruise over there remodeling their new. They're uh, putting up new bathrooms, all new tile. Man, you get free food. Yeah, I might have gotten a free lunch or two. You might bring some enchiladas back for next week. I'm just saying. You gonna eat enchiladas at nine o'clock in the morning? Do I look like I, I, I was going to say, don't <laughs> okay. I look like I eat enchiladas <laughs> yeah. at 9 o'clock in the morning? I'll eat Mexican food at any time of the day. He's definitely going to eat those at 9 o'clock in the morning. El Paseo, man. That's good people, good could. food, good, good culture. I'm not, more, I'm not much of a breakfast guy. Like, I like breakfast. Like, if I wake up hungry, I got to have breakfast. Aaron right. Scott said El Phoenix and Weatherford isn't as good as Fort Worth, and I will agree with that. You why know why? Because their fr- cooktops and their fryers and all that stuff are very old. They're not seasoned. And they're, they're seasoned in in Fort Worth. Weatherford's got, they got to break them in. Ten years from now, you're going to think El Phoenix is a bomb in Weatherford. Well, Rio Mamba, is, I think, is great. That's the best Mexican that's restaurant. That's a different kind of Mexican food. That's more of a cuisine Mexican food. You're that's, leaving that's out a, La Playa Maya and Hudson Oaks. Yeah. No. no. That place is. I never. Yeah, don't there. say that. Michael Doffel will never listen to the show I never, again. I never that's went his there. spot, bro. They, they, he walks in there. That's his spot. I mean, I already man. told him that place sucks. I never went there don't when it was that. on Fort Worth Highway. Suck. It's not good. I mean, I'm not a huge fan. It's not good food. I, I like mean, it. You know what? I'm still sad we lost Polito's. Don't get me going on that one. Uh, Polito's uh, wasn't great. It's just been here forever. It I just went, liked Willie. Willie, yeah, Willie yeah. and Rosie. Was cool. But yeah. it went downhill after they moved into the after they yes. moved out of the fuzzies. It yes. kind of went me, and then. We just ate there. I mean, I still love their chips and hot sauce, though. Yeah, they do have good chips oh. and hot sauce. Well, I'm hungry now. Where are we going to eat after so this? No kidding. Yeah, yeah, so, take uh, some Mexican food for lunch, apparently. We're running out of time. we got to go eat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got to cut this one short. And uh, we're having audio. <laughs> audio technical. We're going to Rosa's. Uh, 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 got, uh, Bobo and Fred have uh, burnt, burnt the production down, so we got to roll. Bobo input, I mean, uh, Fred inputted a lot um, you know, about what y'all just said. I had, Fred, I, Fred, I, I uh, tell me, what's your, what's your favorite restaurant? Me too. Yeah. Me too. That yeah, was a good one. A man, of, a man of few words. Yeah, but th- it's not around anymore. I mean, because yeah. he's from the Stone Age. <laughs> he's thirsty, man. They shut that down. Yeah, it's a Walmart parking water. lot now, isn't it? For Wait, well, we're, hey, what's oh, a what's thanks. a restaurant name now that a caveman would have that would have ate at? Oh, Genghis Grill. Would have been ah, right yeah, now. Genghis Grill's That's a good okay. one. You're on the right track. You know, Mongols, Mongols. McDonald's. No, no, no. We it was on the there. Name's got to be prevalent to it, so it's got to be something that make that would make sense. McDonald's was on the movie. Beef Masters. 
Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Beef yeah, Master yeah. sounds like a caveman could eat there. They didn't beef. even have. They didn't have beef back then. I mean, they had beef, but they like. What do you mean they didn't have beef? There's always been beef. They, they ate dinosaurs. Yeah, they didn't what are dinosaurs made out of? Not beef. Cows are beef. It's what are chickens beef. made out of? Meat. Meat, not meat. beef, not beef. Meat beef, masters, beef or cows. Meat masters. What are dinosaurs made out of? <laughs> Dinosaur meat. What do you? <laughs> Jeff said Antonio. I haven't ate Antonio's in a while. I'm, back in the day, I love it. Back in the day, I, I used to eat there. Um, I haven't ate there in a while, but I, the guy, he's a good Antonio's. Guy, yeah, uh, Antonio's used to be really good when they were where that meat market is right now. Yes. But, but when they moved, uh, even Aaron. Well, okay, I'm like, no, no, no. yeah, let's not go there. Yeah, let's not go there. Um, but it, it, it just changed. Yeah, uh, I'm not a big fan, but I don't, I really don't eat a lot. Okay, we gotta quit talking about food. Yeah, I'm especially Mexican like, food. I'm, I'm, I'm literally about to run out of here. I'm so, yeah, I could, I could do People, that. We had know, Valentine's this morning, though. We Valentine's. Got, we got great. DoorDash. You could DoorDash something. Ooh, over where's my Valentine's? Yeah, we could. If I didn't have oh, 16,000 things to do this afternoon, I would be sitting here feasting the rest of the day. Fred? Yeah, yeah. Yo, Fred. Yeah. Fred's a carnivore. There you go, Fred. Fred's not even real and he gets to eat my food. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a gangster like that, bro. <laughs> so, move move uh, us on, Dale. Move us on. Yeah, so that's kind of hard to segue out of. <laughs> <laughs> I like enchiladas we went, at 9 a.m. We went on a rant from, uh, from stolen signs into... That's the beauty of this show, man, is, is there's no agenda. No clear agenda anyway, just ideas. So, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're heading into some very pivotal times, um, whether you're blue, red, whatever you believe. Um, and leadership is really starting to, to show, show its head and, and, and character uh, and the core values of, of people are really starting to, to show, especially with 24 hours news cycle and they can dig, dig way back in your past. So uh, bad leaders, and how do they threaten the majority uh, of people? So we, we have these bad leaders that are in Congress and, 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 and power and Senate, and even in local government. We were talking about one, me and Brandon were talking about one last night here in our local town that's very close to our shop. It's just a, a, a bad leader that did something really bad. So, so how is that threatening the majority and the landscape of the future of, uh, especially going into 2020 and, and with just access to information? So even not in a political stance, okay, take the, po- the politics out of it. Let, <laughs> let's say that you're well-revered. <laughs> what? Mike Aldova said, dang, you guys should have a lot of sponsors next week with all these plugs. Hey, man, we, we're foodies around here. Bro. I expect a table full of enchiladas in here just for us to try. But definitely ain't going to be Luby's or, uh, uh, enchiladas or uh, El, it was not El Phoenix. El uh, Phoenix. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. We're going to be Honest. out with the cookbook next month. Hey, if they want to change our minds, we're here next look, week to look, taste take, it. Take the politics out of the world, right? <laughs> Which would be a dream come true. Yeah. Right. But, but politics aside. Okay. Nobody's perfect. No. But but here's the thing, if your business, your your people, your whatever it is, whatever setting you're in where you're leading people, if those people are struggling, they're they're leaning on you, and that's that's the responsibility you take on as a leader. When we have if we have problems at Homeland Construction, guess what? Regardless of whose fault it is, it falls on me, right? It it, it, it has a, the buck stops somewhere, yeah. right? So in any position that you're in, if people are looking to you for leadership, if they're looking to you for advice, for comfort, what, whatever role you're filling in, 
you have to be able to evaluate yourself and say, okay, these people underneath me are not flourishing. And there's local, state, national government, whatever it is, you have to be able to look under, underneath you to your downline and say, okay, what can I do? Because there's a common denominator there somewhere. When people underneath you are failing, there's a common denominator. You, either you're not setting the standard or, or, or your, your culture isn't intact. So you have to be able to look inside of yourself and humble yourself enough to go, okay, what can I do? Because with me, like, you know, if we have mistakes made or, or, or frustrations and stuff like that, you know, over the, the last decade, which has been, have been minimal, you know, we've been very blessed and been fortunate, blessed with great customers and uh, great reviews and all these things, right? But there are times where you hit this, this stagnant point where it's like, okay, we're at a stalemate and we've got to figure this out. So I have to look at myself and go, regardless of whether I'm standing on truth or not, regardless of whether I'm right or not, what did I do to, to invite that in? You get what I'm saying? And sometimes it's a one-off and you're dealing with somebody that, you know, difficult people in the world, whatever it is, but you have to be humble enough to go, how can I improve? How can I get better? Because if you're saying you're the best and you have nothing to improve on, then I envy you, you know, because we should all be able to look at what we did yesterday and make it better today. That's, that's the, that's the whole point of progression. That's the whole point of, Moving forward, whatever you do, if you go out and shoot a house, right, and they say, "Oh, I love all these pics except for these three. You can get def- you have two choices. Oh, you, I thought you meant like sh- you. You can get defensive. No, I mean photos. Yeah. I'm just putting this in his scope as well. If you go out and you take a hundred pictures and they say, "Well, I like eighty of these. These other twenty are crap." You can you have two choices. You can get defensive, or you can go, "Okay, well, let, let me let me take a look at that." Mm-hmm. You know, and the and the diplomatic stance, which is what we should all lean on, you know, is to be able to. I'm guilty of it as well. You're attached to your business, so you're going to get emotional behind when, when somebody's knocking your work, right? But the diplomatic stance, the way to handle that is to go, okay, someone gave me feedback. They're telling me that what I'm doing is not working. So what can I do without being defensive, without murmuring, without cross-talking? What can I do on my end to circumvent these issues? That's what separates leaders from followers. That's what separates the, the men from the boys, the women from the girls, whatever you want to call it. That's what sets you aside and makes people want to follow you. Well, here's the thing. Dale, you know a little bit about that, right? It's yeah. like giving like 20 songs to a label and they go through and tell you the yeah. ones they like. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah. Um, that's the good music business, which is a terrible business. Don't ever get into it. Um, right. Yeah, I agree, Fred. Um, so here's the thing with leadership. And this is a common denominator that I look for uh, in leaders, uh, not really in our core business, but, you know, outside in other businesses and not even from a business standpoint, but from a government standpoint and from um, a pastoral standpoint, Mm -hmm. church deacons, what have you been through in life? I do not want a privileged child that was brought up with no turmoil and no struggle because you you cannot relate to the common folk around you yep. and when and uh whether you like donald trump or, or or agree disagree with him that's one thing that that man's been through is has he bankrupted some companies <laughs> absolutely has he made some bad business choices a lot of them tons of them but guess what? Through bad cho- have we made bad choices? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Guess what ones stung the worst? The ones that cost us money mm-hmm. and hurt our pride. Those are lessons you don't forget. And we we've, we've we've you know, and I'm not too proud to say we haven't had them. We're we're not a perfect business, but 
those are the ones that stick with you and you don't forget those mm-hmm. lessons. So even whether, you know, even if you want to flip to Bill Clinton, when he had a, you know, a, 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 they, they had their, uh, uh, their law offices, mm-hmm. you know, any business you want someone that's been through been the, mud. Through the mm-hmm. been in the mud, came out the other side, been through the, the, the worst part of their lives and they came out and they learned something from I it. I don't think it disqualifies you from a leader because here's the thing. I do. I think well, well, you can't a, lead if you haven't been through it. Well, and, and you're right about uh, on part of that, but here's the thing. So, you know, you have different life experiences than I have. Now we may have some in common, but, yeah. I, but I've been through things that you'll never know. And you've been through things that I'll never know. Yeah. He's been through things that I'll never know. Right. Yeah. yeah and y'all both been through things that I don't like kids. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, point in fact. So Jeremiah's going to have a kid, right? Whoa. I'm not, whoa, I'm not whoa. speaking that over whoa, you. Whoa, I'm whoa, just whoa, saying whoa, hypothetically. Oh my God. You were a pimp. Put you, need, on me. you need to walk. Let, 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 let's say, let's say, let's say you're going to have a kid. <clears throat> you're not going to call. Let's use Fred. Bobo and we'll, say, how, you know, how do I take care of a kid? Well, I'll but tell you if you call simply. Bobo and you say, how to take care of a kid? He's going to go, you know what? Let me help you with that. I know a guy that can help you. I was gonna say, it's Bobo's about empowering help. people yeah, to help people. It's not about having all the answers. So if somebody says, oh, I'm walking through uh, a, 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 a dispute over property, whatever it is. Well, never had a dispute over property, but guess what? I want to help you. So let me get you plugged in with the person that can. That's what a leader does when you pivot. When, when a leader hits a challenge like that, you don't just go, oh, well, you know, we'll figure it out or, and then just ramble like, off advice. You, put, you plug them into people that you can trust, that, that you know from, from spending time with them that can be fruitful to their walk. It's well, like pine, uh, Pawn Stars. I got a buddy. Let me call him. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The premise let, let, let me ask you this, because you said that you don't, absolutely, you don't necessarily have to go through the mud, and, and I disagree with that because let's say you're at war. And you have a, a, a captain or a leader or a pavilion, uh, 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 what do they call them? Private. Whatever. Whoever's leading your pavilion. Uh, sergeant. Platoon. Platoon, platoon, platoon leader. And, platoon leader. And then you've got. You don't want this guy that just it, just got out of got the, off the know, bus. Yeah. Uh, boot camp. Boot camp. No, leading. I, I get you that. You want somebody yeah. that's been in war, that's seen stuff, that can lead you through, that sees missiles flying and yes. knows how to calmly get his team under control. So and back alive. I think it's absolutely necessary. If you haven't lived life, you do not need to be in a leadership Am I more position. inclined to follow someone that's been through the mud? Yes, because I see them come out on the other side, and that shows perseverance and strength. And they know how to – and when you go through that, they know how to navigate that because they've been through it. Mm-hmm. And then – so – and I'm just going to use this um, because it's my uh, my own, own personal struggle um, – you know, uh, I had to deal with uh, pain pills many, many, many years ago, and it was very short lived. It was from a from a injury, and uh, so I overcame it. Everything's good, but I can relate to that. Mm-hmm. Someone that hasn't gone through that and felt that that feeling, the addiction struggle. Yeah. You cannot you cannot say, "Oh, I know how." I've you never feel, been yeah. addicted, no, bro. All you gotta do is put the pills down and walk away. It's not that simple. The worst it, thing in the world is to tell somebody just stop. Yeah, just stop. It's you know, of course, if they're coming to you for help, that's what they want to do is stop. They don't know how to stop, and how can you guide them to mm-hmm. stop if you haven't been through that? And that's why what you said is absolutely true, man. I, I really haven't dealt with with pill addiction, or I have like. Whatever it is, yeah. Like, I've never touched a drug. So if somebody came to me and said, hey, man, I've got a cocaine problem, 
I wouldn't be the one to help him. I mean, hey, man, I know a guy. Let me let me shoot you over to him, and and he kicked it. <laughs> not a – yeah, nothing. Everybody's looking at my <laughs> – like a pastor. Just Jeremiah, because it ain't me. <laughs> Fred. Fred. Fred, you old dog. You. He's going straight to need a powder me. You bro. guys assume just because I don't have kids, I like to party. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even drink. Wow. Hey, my, my daughter is over on my wife's, and she said maybe we, we can get a sponsor from Olive Garden. That's her favorite restaurant. Okay. Heck yeah. Olive I Garden love, is great. If you're I love Olive, Olive Garden salads. We'll get that taken care of, Peyton. And that's where it stops. Like, I do not. Like, I like microwave lasagna. Microwave lasagna. That's what it is. It's microwave lasagna and microwave. Like they might make some put pasta and put some sauce on it, but their salads. Easy. Don't break my my daughter's salads. Come out of the bag. Come get you. And yeah, she's upstairs. Yeah, Lindsay said uh, right there. There's a wisdom that comes with it, but I will follow someone all day long who is humble. They can have all the wisdom in the world, but if they don't love well and the posture of their heart is not right, I can't follow them blindly. That is what the difference. That is what differenti- differentiates between someone who can be followed as a leader. Yes, very like true. Old Brad, old Bobo, you know, old Bobo. So, you know, so is Lindsay agreeing that they need to be battle tested? She's a, she, yeah, basically, she's saying that she would, but but also the humble part where it's like, hey, I don't have those answers, but. I can plug you in with yes. somebody who does. And that's the whole point of networking, getting to know people and knowing what their story, their testimony, whatever you want to call it is, is knowing like where, what their strengths and weaknesses, where they can speak into, who they can help. And I'll tell you, coming from, uh, man, I, I would kill to have, I, I feel like I'm at a, a maturity in my life that I've never been at in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my 20s, I was very cocky and arrogant, knew everything. I was always the smartest guy in the room. He couldn't tell me anything. I mean, I was just, you know, Bobo could tell you that, and you guys know that as well. Mm-hmm. And um, she's absolutely right. There's a there's a, a humble you, you have to humble yourself um, and not always present yourself. Have every answer, and always because then you you come from a position where you're constantly talking over some someone, mm-hmm. and then then they can't relate to you. So uh, humble, and I'm only speaking to Lindsay's comment about being humble. Humble is another art that takes years. Uh, for me, it did because I was very, very cocky, very arrogant. And it took a lot of self-reflection um, for me to sit and, you know, three or four years to get to a point to where I was able to subside that and, and get a lot better about not being that person. It takes patience. It, it takes patience. It just takes time. Very long. It's, it comes with anything else. You want to build a house. You want to do it proficiently, you got to practice. You want to draw, you have to put time into it. Anything you want to do successfully and, and do it right, it takes time. You want to shoot real estate photography. Jeremiah didn't wake up last week and go buy a Canon, you know, this, you know, hundred tens and $20,000 worth of, of, uh, of video equipment and camera equipment. He started with a humble setup. Learned it, learned it, learned it, learned it, marketed it, and and look where he's at today. Same thing with Homeland. Same thing with all our other businesses. Yeah, this podcast, same thing. So it, it's it, it it just takes time. And but look yeah. at us now. Well, you know, we're six weeks in. We're on iTunes, we're on Spotify. They still yeah. got I mean, iTunes. Yeah, man. Of course. How do I get on iTunes? I've been on the internet for decades and have never been to iTunes. <laughs> or yeah, and it's Spotify because you're stuff. using that crappy Android. I was about to say you oh, haven't. Sorry, not iTunes, Spotify, or anything like that. In What's our monetize your stuff? In the world, would anybody want with a blind dog? Well, <laughs> I don't even. 
That don't even go with that. Oh, it does. That yeah. was pretty funny. You still got Android? Uh, let's not get into that. Or we'll as a pastor, Aaron Scott is on here and says, as a pastor, uh, people were much more open and willing to listen when they knew that I wasn't looking down my nose at them. Sorry, I couldn't get it to expand. It was about humil- uh, humility and openness to the reality of struggle. Even if I hadn't been through it, knowing that I wasn't perfect, willing to listen and hear them. Yeah. That's a great word. That is a good word. Uh, Lindsay said, yes, and it's hard for people to be humbled when everything is justified or manipulated in your mind and heart. That's, yeah. a, that's a huge one right there. That's perfect. Is, it, is a big part of humbling yourself is not... Um, Justifying everything. Well, when your intention with someone else is manipulating them into... Uh, whatever it is that you're pushing on them or manipulating them in their way instead of coaching them and saying, mm-hmm. hey, this is the way that I did it. Yeah. But when you have intent and malintent to manipulate someone into your structure, that, that's, a, that's a huge issue. You know, I'll tell you what, it, 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 it's a little bit on the same lines, but when I started shooting real estate five years ago, I didn't know what I was doing. I had never taken pictures of a house, but I had a drone. So I had a buddy that called me. He says, hey, man, come over and shoot this house. And uh, it was horrible. Like, it looked like Dale's 12-year-old took it with a cell phone. In fact, they were, she probably could have done better. Yeah, probably. Rather yeah. than say, hey, man. It's not really my thing. Yeah, like, thanks, I'll, you know, and then never call me again. But you also can't be afraid <laughs> to get out there and do that either. So, I mean, it takes guts to get out into something new. Right, and, but and still didn't have any clue what I was doing. Well, and that's because of this person who's still a real estate agent. Rather than saying, hey, thanks, and then just like never talking to him again. Yeah. He said, these are good, but this is what I, I, I think you have the potential of doing. And this is what they should look like. Here's a bunch of websites and tutorials. He's not a photographer, but this is what he was just showing me what he wanted. And I took that and I learned from it. And then rather than him saying, okay, yeah, I use this guy, but he sucks. He's like, hey, I know a guy that's really inexpensive because he's trying to get some, dude, he started pushing my name out there awesome. and literally jump-started my business. That's how it started. Everybody, and I look back at those pictures now. I'll show them to you after the show, man. They're, <laughs> everybody needs to start. They're bad. Someone. But well, because so, of him, instead of, instead of him just being meh, yeah, he was like he encouraged, he encouraged it and said, "This is what they need to look like. Keep going." And well, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be sitting right here. Me and Brandon are both entrepreneurial people. They, I mean, if if the world could listen to half of our conversations, we're dreaming daily. And some of them are home runs, and some <laughs> we've got some wild ones. But the point is, I don't know. I think all of them are pretty solid. Yeah, they're pretty solid. Yeah. Start writing them down on a dry erase board. Talking about that humbleness. Um, <laughs> like the, the delivery, like the road trip delivery, like Uber Eats, like with a drone. Yeah. You're stuck in traffic. Who are you going to call? Uber, Interstate. Uh, or you thought about that foodies. way too much. <laughs> Dude, they, so, they already have drones that deliver packages. I know, but not on the interstate. That's, that's so cool. when I was uh, awesome. talking about like coaching people or, or talking to people about building business, that's the number one thing that I hear all the time. Well, what? Well, there's already 20 people that do it, or there's already competition. And yeah, when they Find started, to do it better. They, when they started, they had competition. Mm-hmm. And do you think everybody that's at this pro level started at that level? Mm-hmm. No, you start. 
and you do it pro bono. Hey, man, can I, can I shoot your kids for free? Or, or hey, man, can I shoot a couple houses for you? I need some practice. And, and, and then you just, I never did that, but. Well, there's a difference. Whatever you yeah, got to yeah. do. Whatever yeah. you have to do to build your skill. And even if you don't, I know you've shot a lot of free stuff to, to build your stuff up. Oh, well, yeah. Maybe not real estate. Oh, yeah. But whether it was you out on the courthouse taking pictures, taking angles, practicing, or, uh, you know, just just practice, practicing and honing that skill. Honing your craft. But my, my point is, is, is to... Crashing what, into a water tower. What Jeremiah said is that he started and he didn't know anything. And now look, he, he's by far... The, the go-to guy around here for real estate yes. photography. Yeah. And wh- how long did that take you to get to th- that point? Five years. Five years. I've been doing it six. So five years of but, hard work, and now he's uh, he's self-employed. He doesn't answer to anyone, and he takes phenomenal pictures. So five years of dedication, you can be where, where this man is right here. Because he was positively inspired by yes. someone who was willing to see see something there's a big difference it. between coaching and grooming too yeah. let's say that grooming someone is to get them to do what you want yes. them to do under your under your, your agenda. yeah your, coaching someone <clears throat> is inspiring them to be better than you yes for 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 them to surpass anything you ever did and then for you to have to play catch up and that's, that's a what a coach thing. does do you think that uh that that you know, Nolan Ryan's pitching coach, if he, you know, his his first high school coach made him only throw 72 miles an hour, you know, as a 40-year-old man, do you think he'd be Nolan Ryan? No, he took the skills from there. He took, you have to look at the people around you that are successful. That's how you build yourself. You say, what are these, what are these, you know, take 10 people, the most successful people you know, and say, what are they doing? Okay, well, they've got a successful marriage. They've got kids that you know they spend time with. They've got a nice vehicle. They have their bills paid. Whatever, whatever your aspirations are, what's their common goal or what's their common thread? What 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 links these people together? Because there's a, there's a common thread in most success. Yeah. And in my life, it's 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 loving God. It's having faith. Some people see it as uh, being a good hustler or. Uh, being able to work, you know, being willing to work 16 hours a day. The difference between a, a, a good leader and a bad leader is people can say whatever they want about me, man, but I spent a lot of years on job sites right alongside with my guys, pushing, pushing, working harder and longer than everybody else. And, and there's a lot of guys back in the day when we were coming up that will testify to that because people tell me all the time, like, dude, we can't keep up. We can't keep up with, you know, with, with what you're doing. I'm like, that's okay. I'm not asking you to be me. I'm just asking you to support, you know, to, to walk alongside me. I don't need you to, to be Brandon Cook. Yeah. I need you to be you who supports Brandon Cook and me be Brandon Cook who supports you. You know, and we do this together. <laughs> I won't ask you to do anything that I'm not willing to do myself, period. I remember when you guys were doing nothing but building handrails at restaurants. Sure, we were building, you know, and guess what? We we did handrails and, and patios and, and stuff for restaurants. And, and we started then you built a restaurants. whole restaurant. You know, but, but it took that time and that commitment to be able to show the, our surroundings what we're willing to do, the hours we're willing to put in, and, and the, the quality we're willing to put out to get to that point, to be respected at that point. Yeah. But there's, it's such an instant gratification thing, and that's just what I was talking about last night when I was talking about work ethics. Dude, work ethics have shifted so hard. And it's not just the younger generation. There's people in our generation that have adapted the younger generation mindset where they just go, it's like it's like having a plate in your hand. I mean, I think that's always been. There's always been the it, person. It's, that's it's been like lazy. having a plate in your hand and watching everybody eat lunch and going, man, I, man, I, oh man, that sure does look good. <laughs> I wish I had some food. Now, bro, just say you're hungry. Yeah. <clears throat> just say you're hungry. Yeah. You know, don't manipulate me to get what you need. 
Just say that you're hungry. That's what you need to do. That's the difference. That's the difference in being able to say, I have a need. Can you help me fill it? And going, oh, man, shucks. Like, oh, I'm sure down and out. No, bro. If you're hungry, say you're hungry. No one wants to feed a wine bag. Can I add you're, to something real quick? Yeah. I know to what you were saying about uh, yeah, go ahead, Fred. growing from scratch. We need a camera on him. Um, Nobody gets no, that's to see Fred. him. Go ahead, Fred. Yeah, that's Fred. I kind of like it. It's okay. mysterious. All of y'all's stories are the positive side where you had a positive person who was willing to see something in you. What about the other people who are trying, struggling, and never had anyone? They take you when you're just starting out and know that you're not going to be that great. And they're like, eh, you're garbage. You find someone. So are you saying that basically what do you do when you were brought up and you never had that person that yeah, how, uh, that pushed you to greatness, that I'm, just basically pushed you the other way? It's taken me longer than, five, uh, longer than five years. Ain't no five years. I got no clue. And yeah. I've never had... When yeah, I was but young, what did when you I was have younger, yourself surrounded by? Well, when I was younger, it was just my family and me, and they were just kind of, you know. It's kind of like what people say, if you, if you dress like success, of, you look like success. Yeah. If you hang around people who are successful, who want what's best for you, instead of involving yourself in people who could care less, yes. you will, it, you will uh, spontaneously, you will uh, naturally gravitate towards success because you want to be successful. If you hang out with with people who aren't doing anything in life, who are just twiddling their thumbs or hanging out in, you know, in bad places or doing bad things, you're, you're going to get bad results because you are your weakest link. You know, the weakest, yeah. the weakest link in your, in your surrounding, uh, is going to be what you portray if you don't, if you're not strong minded. And that goes back. That is exactly what I'm talking about now is work ethic. Yeah. You have got to be willing to dig in because let me tell you something. Nobody taught me how to run a business. I worked for a couple of guys that taught me how to be good men, men, a man of my word. Ray Dinsmore and Lewis Jones, you know, the, the, and my dad, those guys, you know, the, none of them were perfect, but they all taught me a couple things. Lewis taught me how to be uh, uh, good with customers. Ray taught me how to work long hours. And my dad taught me how to do the trades. My dad taught me how to frame houses, but he didn't tell me how to sell them. Yeah. No, well, no I, one took my hand and said, this is how you're successful in construction. I did it on my own because I saw a need. I saw an opportunity and I was willing to dig in and work harder and longer than everybody around me to make it happen. But you well, were, you had people who at least gave you the idea that you wanted to, you know, build yeah. off. But of the, here's the key whatnot. point that you need to you need to dial <laughs> into is it's what who are you surrounding yourself? Who who surrounds you? And what? and I've had to do this in my life. When you have people toxic. that bring negative toxic energy into your and they don't, you know, oh yeah, I'm out cheating on the wife on the weekend. You're out of my life. Yeah. I don't want to be around people that cheat on their wives. Yeah, I, don't I don't believe in that. I'm not into that. I'm yeah. not into that. So you go, I'm, I'm, and if I you do that, that, that's up to you. That, but that's not my moral. If that's you're going out getting life. hammered or not, I love you where you're at, yeah. and I hope you don't get in trouble and you stay safe, but I'm not going to go hang out with you because that's not my path. But they say you're top five. Uh-huh. Everybody in your circle needs to empower you. And, and, and uh, it started happening now with y'all since I started being here. You know? yeah, I mean, that's I've cool. seen a huge shift in you. Like my positivity, because most of the time, my uh, who I surround myself with is myself. So here's uh, Lindsay said, Bobo, you find your person and you ask questions. You lean into them and tell them <clears throat> you want their guidance because you desire better. And then Aldava said, Bobo, we love you, bro. <laughs> We know, uh, you know where your identity comes from. You're a great guy and it has been an honor getting to know you. We all will grow together and learn from each other. Thanks for being vulnerable. Let me tell you something. You want to hang out with a real winner? You want to hang oh. out with a guy who sees the world in the right way? You, you, you give Mike Aldava a call and you hang out with that guy. Cause that guy 
exhumes love and respect. And whether you're having a business conversation, that, that guy was the number one salesman for, for NL for national land parks, one of the biggest land development country uh, companies in, in the country and incredibly successful. And he's made all the money and he's made little money. He's made big money, but he has humbled himself enough to go, you know what? Like I'm blessed. I'm living life. My family's healthy. I have a roof over my head. Those are the goals. It's not all about stacking paper. It's not yeah. all about, you know, all the things it's about being content and being and, and knowing that there's so many people out there who don't even have a roof over their head to, to, to know that when you wake up in the morning in a bed, you're blessed. Aaron Scott said this is a, a discipleship conversation. That's exactly what you're That's talking exactly about. That's exactly what we're talking yeah. about. It's, it's, it's leading people in the right direction, not just leading them to what you need them to feel for you. Oh it's leading them to, 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 uh, to achieve their goals and aspirations. It's leading them to be better than what you ever even thought you could be because people push each other. Iron sharpens iron. If you're doing great things and we're walking together, I'm going to start doing great things too yeah. because I, how could I not unless I'm just blind? How could I not see success, have success beside me and not want to be successful? I mean, well, Fred's a shining, shining uh, example of I'm this. About to eat every time we go to him, Fred's I forget. Biscuit. And I for, <laughs> it's just staring at me. I forget to cut from him when we go to him, and then Brandon's talking about something important. It's always on Fred. That's okay. So, That's okay. I've got so, something important to ask, and it's completely shifting gears. But how did Bobo get the name Bobo? So that comes I will from. Tell you, that. you want to tell it? Go yes. ahead. That is my story to tell. <laughs> tell Don't it. you take away his thunder. Welcome uh, to the 21st. Your first. Child, Rogers Peyton. Yeah, uh, when she was born, she my my nickname's always been Brando because the the N wouldn't fit on the Tostes Scantron, <laughs> and so um, I was Brando, whatever. And she couldn't say it, pronounce it, you know. Yet she was like Bobo, and I was like, ah, that works. So and it stuck. I don't know. She, That's a good story. I was I was gonna ask that last week, when I totally forgot. Yeah, and now apparently some other ones. Children's call me Bo Peep, and that one kind of getting close to the line, though, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he draws it, isn't it? I like it? Bobo. It's, you know, whatever, but. Yeah. That's pretty cool. If people yeah. don't so know me, I've had, had 150 nicknames in my life, so I, I, I couldn't yeah. tell you. Everybody calls me something different. B, Cookie, uh, Brando, BMFC, uh, ODB. ODB. Uh, <laughs> old, old Dirty Brandon. I had some friends who used to call me ODB. I've had a million. That's not of them, what though. I was thinking, but okay. I've had I've had yeah. a million of them, like literally. He's I don't even living, man. Yeah, the one. I've had a million nicknames, and I'll answer to any of them. Just don't call me late for dinner. Yeah. So yeah, no, but they got it's okay. Luby's is open till ten. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so to button up that conversation, man, it's just you know, it's just it's, it's buttoning up your surroundings and it's surrounding your people. That, that inspire you to, to wake up and, and to, to be a better person. And it, and it does. And, and here's the thing is like people Thanks, get, man. people get discouraged. Yes. So they'll, they'll have a good couple weeks and then they have a bad day and then they're like, Oh, screw it. You know, here's the thing is that you're going to mess up and all you can do is wake up the next day and put that little foot forward and that little foot forward and, and just keep making strides, just making small steps forward. And before you know it, you're going to be to greatness. And those baby steps are going to be larger, yeah. larger steps, but they're not yeah. going to feel like it. Yeah. Well, it's the same, same thing as if you giant. Good word. If you're if you're hammering a giant nail, and you've got a little you know half ounce hammer, ding, ding, oh, ding. As long as you keep hitting it on the head, eventually, 
that nail is going to go through whatever it's going through eventually. My hand. Same thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, I do not need a hammer. I'll tell you a funny story next week about roofing a house in New Orleans and a certain somebody that shot a nail through their hand, but that we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll revisit take that it Take it easy, Aaron. Was there pictures? Nailed no, that was back before times. we all had cell phones with cameras oh. on them. So nailed shoot me with nail. That was during Katrina. We'll have a we'll have a segment where I tell you all the wild stories from the Katrina days. Dude. So speaking of Brandon and I's line of work, so something we're starting <laughs> to notice is uh, these HGTV. HGTV. It's the HGTV H. <laughs> yes, where like people watch it on TV and they think. I can do that. Oh, I, I can do that. Or that takes, you mean that takes three months? Uh, HGTV, they did it in three Five hours. Five minutes. Or <laughs> I, I watch a show every week where they flip a house in one day. Yeah. Is that one of those, uh, like, I, I don't watch HGTV. I don't watch TV hardly at all. But is that like the shows that you see the memes where it says the husband is like a butterfly researcher and the, the, yeah, the wife budget is a million dollars. Yeah, the, <laughs> wife, the wife sews dog booties or something and they yeah. have their, yeah, and their budget's like $3 million. So HGTV is good and bad because, well, one good thing is it kind of sets like the trend market so you can see what people are really into and how they like to finish their homes and stuff. But like Chip and Joanna Gaines, right? So those are actual people who actually do this work. What you don't see on TV is the stress behind the scenes or how long it actually takes. So I mean, you would not believe the people that say, oh, yeah, I just want to ship up the ceiling. Can you make that happen? I'm like, yeah, you know, it's going to be five grand or whatever it is. It's like, oh, what? It couldn't take that long. I'm like, okay, so here's how it's going to work. You're going to buy the material, and then you're going to pay me $100 an hour to do this. Since it's only going to take me five hours, you just pay me 100 bucks an hour, and if, if I get it done in five hours, you paid 500 bucks. If it takes me four days to do it, you know, because there's a lot to go in. They don't show the putty and the sanding <clears> and the staining and, and the caulking and all this stuff when they when they do things. They they, they show it, the before and then the after. They make it look like, super easy to, to demo a load bearing wall and you know what I mean, like and 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 rip out cabinet like all these things. They they make it super easy to look like uh, putting a dormer add on onto your front porch is just this this thing. So I think it's kind of convoluted some of the process. Some people, most people, are still pretty. Um, realistic about stuff, but there's been a lot of people who would be like, oh, yeah, can you just do this, do that? I'm like, yeah, I can. Here's, here's how much it'll cost. What? Like, yeah. Like, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't get to live here. So do you have anybody you that do. actually does that? Like oh, a legit bro, you customer? Oh, yeah, you wouldn't believe. You wouldn't believe the phone calls. I'll get a phone call on the phone, which I understand the inquisitiveness. I'm not knocking this, but I've had people say, how much does it cost to build a house? Well, I don't know. I mean, that's a loaded make it question. Out of, out of brick? Do you want me to make it out of, out of, out of wood? Do you, you know, do you want me to make it out of concrete? Do you want me to uh, build it out of Legos? You know, do you want Formica countertops? Do you yeah. want stained concrete? Do you do you want no floors? Do you want just throw rugs? I mean, you know, there's a million Completely on that. a small scale, but that that's why that we too. have to sit here. I mean, most of my custom home meetings and stuff are three hours long because we go room by room by room by room by room and figure out, okay, how do you want Roomba. this? How, how do you want your, you know, shower Where niche? You you know, how, do you, how do you want your countertops? All these things, right? These details that you have to, and then people will put up together a bid with, you know, a builder that doesn't do that. And it's just like generic. It's like floors. Stamped yes. out stuff. Yeah. Stan- yeah. It it's like and, a- and it's the same boat. It's a smaller scale. But like when someone's like, how much do you charge to shoot a house? Well, that depends. How, how big, big is, is your house? house? How big is your property? How many cars are going to be parked in the driveway? Yeah. How much stuff know? am I got to Photoshop out? You know, <clears> skid like- steers and guys hanging off the side of a ladder and... <laughs> How many? Tra- how many trailers? Let me tell you something. This guy is a genius with Photoshop. Hey, this last one I did was just a construction dumpster in my truck, 
versus. You're welcome. Thanks, but versus. <laughs> so you had to Photoshop your own truck out. I have to Photoshop my own truck out almost every. Unless he wants to walk a quarter mile. Yeah, yeah. I start. I did that. Like I used to park down the block, especially when I go and do these houses in like yeah lug neighborhoods. All your stuff down there. So yeah, you, you you can't find parking spot, and and you got to. I, I used to take a wagon with me and just lug it all down there, and then I was like, this is stupid. I'm I just gonna that park. Was cute. Yeah, well, yeah, I got wagon. a little fold-up wagon, man. Come on, they sell them at Academy. Don't knock my Red wagon. Rider wagon. Anyway, so yeah, you'd have to you'd have to take all this stuff down the street, and then now it's just like I'm just gonna park in front of the house and Photoshop it out. <laughs> yeah, like I have a pretty good idea of what I can Photoshop. Like when I, like I see it, okay, I can park there and probably knock that out, or I'll get up in the air and see it from a different angle. Go, yeah, I need to move my truck because that's mm-hmm. gonna suck. Having well, to rebuild, Sears you know. used to sell a house in their magazine, Sears and Roebuck. They did, yeah. It would come to you, all the material, and you put it together. Mm-hmm. So I got a call the other day. Well, it's been a couple of weeks ago, and it was a lady out of like a Round Rock or something. Did I tell you about this? Mm, I think Maybe so. I did. Uh, and she said, hey, I'm buying a kit home. Well, How much yeah. you charge me to put it up? I said, well, I, I don't know. I've never, built, I've never put up a kit home, like a modular, but like not a, not a trailer home, but like a Yeah, a, like a one kit. of those. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like you get these prefab steel buildings and stuff that right. go together. But it's basically a kit home, so all the walls are built and stuff. So it's kind of like how they did this Murphy's over here, the new Murphys over there. They the brought country. that in on they a track. They brought that in in two parts. Yeah, and just they boom, stuck boom. it together on it, which is genius. I mean, genius. Yeah, because it would have taken them three months to oh, build yeah. a structure. I mean, just the finish schedule on that. I mean, ordering the glass on that. If you mm-hmm. if you'd have got it up on site and confirmed all the measurements, it'd have been you know five six weeks just for the storefront glass probably. But so that we're seeing that take off in some aspects, you know, these uh, very calm, you know, these very uh, um, uh, overpopulated areas like Austin and so like that. They're doing the three D printed homes, so like that, which is really cool. They're built out of concrete. Uh, now you're pretty design restricted, and you can only get X amount big. But if you're good with a thousand square foot mother in law suite for your home, you know, and you're a bachelor or whatever, that's perfect. You yeah, know? I mean, just don't go pay print, a builder 150, a you know, whatever. If if that's what exactly exactly what you're looking for, and you're good with it, but you know, it's not custom and it's not you all over it, right? But <clears throat> this lady called me and said. Well, what does it take to put up a kid home? And she was an older lady, so I wasn't rude about it. I was like, well, I don't know. You know, let me, uh, you know, I, I look at it for you. We don't really, we don't do that kind of stuff, but maybe I can find the work just like a good leader should, right? Maybe I'm I can a, find a guy to plug you in with because I got you honored me with your phone call. You had enough respect for my business. You did your, your review research and you called me and said, and, and trusted me enough to guide you either way, whether I can do it or not, you trust me enough to guide you. And, and that's something I've always made available. Like, even if I'm not your builder and you've got a question about what's going on, call me. Like, I'll, I will try to help you walk through it. You should be able to have your builder, you know, whatever. But, you know, I'm still always available, you know, to, to the community that I serve, right? So I told her, I said, uh, I don't know. Well, you have to email the plans. She goes, well, I don't have plans on it yet. And I said, well, what, how, how would you like me to, to look at it? And she goes, well, it's a 1,000 square feet, and it's a one bath, one bed. And I said, well, what's it made out of? Is it wood framed? Is it, she goes, well, I don't really know. I just found this thing online. I'm like, okay, well, dig into it. Get a set of plans. So she she bought a set of plans from this company, this online company. Wait, she bought the house first? No, no, no. She bought the plans first. Oh, okay. <clears throat> but she wanted to know, because the kit was X amount, like you know, $10,000 or whatever yeah. it was. And it was like you know, less than 1,000 square feet. It's like just uh, an older woman living alone. Yeah. And then and she said, well, how much you cost me to put it up? Is what she wanted to erect it and put it all together. $1 million. And I, and I said, well, I, you know, I don't know. It depends on how detailed it is. And we got to go through a lot of things because I still got to know what kind of floors you want. Got still got to know what, you know, all these details, countertops, all this stuff. And uh, so she sends me the plans back, and it literally looks like it was drawn on an iPad, like as an idea. Yeah, there's no true measurements. The the they're all just a sketch up. It was super sketchy, and I was like, "Did you buy this already?" 
I didn't tell you about this. I swear I did. Yeah, I mean, you told me. Uh, I said, did you already buy the set of plans? She goes, yeah. And I said, how much were they? She goes, uh, I think I paid like seventeen hundred for them. Seventeen hundred dollars. No for electrical a... plan, no plumbing plan, wow. no foundation. It was literally four side elevation and a box showing placed like somebody uh, used icon like, furniture in it, like Google SketchUp or something. Yes. Hey, which Google's lot. Google SketchUp's awesome if you know how to use it. Yeah. So my light bulb went off, and I was like, "Man, I could make ten of these a night." Uh huh. And so seventeen hundred dollars a pump. I'm gonna draw. Oh, hey, this, I'll pay I'll, 10 grand this kit costs ten thousand, but we're gonna charge you a hundred eighty. No, I'm just kidding. And the kit's that's never coming. I was blown away though that 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 uh, and I think it was restrictive, like it showed like part of it, but it didn't show. You know, like most of those architectural designs on these websites do, they'll show you this one thing, right? And you're like, okay, I'll buy that set. You don't get the full set until you purchase it. Yeah. So there could be a lot of missing information or a lot of stuff you don't like. And then you got to pay someone to edit it. And but then you don't have the software on their platform to, to make it make sense. You got to go in there and do it by hand. I've had to do it before. And I'm like, this is a nightmare. So never again. But I just, it just blew my mind because it was literally, it looked like it was drawn up on word art or what, what was it called? Remember the old program? Paint? Paint. Microsoft yeah. Paint. It, it was like colored like that and everything. And I was like, whoa, no, I can't help you. Uh, I was like, you know, if you want a real set of plans, call us, you know, or whatever. But I felt bad because she got duped. You know, yeah, she spent seventeen hundred dollars on a PDF. You, you will not get that money back. No, there's no way. Dale but drew some, um, huh? Dale drew some uh, plans with the crayon, but uh, it ended up being amazing. And the um, measurements were done in his head, and it. Ended, I was like, dear Lord, don't let this fall on us and kill us. But that's what HGTV has done is they've empowered. They, uh, you know, some people can take it in context, but. They have made it seem a lot easier than it actually is to achieve these tasks. You know what I mean? They've made it look like it can be done quickly and efficiently, and they throw these numbers out. And, like, I was watching it one day. I was watching the Fixer Upper thing. Uh, with me and Lindsay were watching it, and it said, like, or whichever one it is where it shows you the budget. Is it uh, the, 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 the two brothers? Don't, don't, brothers. don't ask me. They all have budgets. I was watching this Property Brothers thing, and, it, and it, they literally tore, like, an entire side of this house off and did, like, this big, dormered, like, hipped roof that was, like, 25 foot deep and it had tongue and groove on all the ceilings and these really expensive and it showed budget said 5,000. You couldn't even get them the sheetrock. You couldn't even have bought the material for that to frame it up and roof it. You know, and it, it, it misconceives people and it makes them think, well, I don't know why you're charging me. And I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm telling you, here's the bid. Hey, you what's know, that like, show where they used to move the bus? You remember that? They moved oh, the bus. Uh, that wasn't on HGTV. No, no, that, no, but that's the only one I ever uh, watched. It was a re- uh, dream, or no. Extreme Home Extreme Makeover. Yeah, makeover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the that's only the one, one I ever watched. That's the one they did watched. in a day. That's the, yeah, yeah, they did it in a day, and then they would just change cameras, and all of a sudden, it was sheetrock. It was Cut back to yeah, the yeah. new house. Yeah. Cut to. Like, that took remodel. six months. So, yeah. uh, let's, yeah. let's go into Jeremiah's favorite segment. Okay, we're going to talk about UFC? Dang right. All right, I'm going to go to the restroom. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go outside. <laughs> we got, uh, I'm just we've had this on the topics for the last It's the most popular weeks. sport in the world it's right okay. now, so I would say you guys I'll are the ones behind it. I mean, I know it's not slam trunk, trucks, and We can talk about airbags. football. Everybody, we can talk about football. We, we can we talk will. about we, baseball. Hey, one We can week. talk about golf. One week <clears throat> till football season is actually going to start. I don't. I don't believe it. Actually, it's like four It's going to start. They're just not going to – wait, Three no. Days. Didn't they say we could have – Are they going to turn it into the NBA crowd? I don't know what they're doing with the crowds, but uh, – I, I thought we were allowed to have people. I don't know. I haven't 
I haven't dug in that far yet, but I know I saw a thing yesterday from the Dallas Cowboys fan page or whatever that said uh, four days, so it should be three days from now that the season. Bro, if they start going begins. super political like the other, they already sports are. Bro. Yeah, they, they already are. are. They did were you doing guys, that year, last year, the year before. Did you see the NFRs coming to Texas bro, this year? So you know excited how big for that. That's gonna be national final rodeo at Globe Life. At the Rangers Stadium? That's it's been be in sick, Vegas dude. since 1985. I wish I could handle crowds like that. I, I probably will venture off into that one because, man, it's the NFR. My, our boy Tyson Durfee is going to be in there, I'm the sure. In what? NFR. National Finals Rodeo, baby. That's, that's, how I feel about, that's how I feel about UFC. That feeling that you just got when we start talking about I mean, about I like the rodeo. I uh-huh. just, I'm not going to go. I mean, I after will. an hour, you're like, okay, the horses are still going across. Well, I don't go to watch it for fun. I I'm gonna, bulls or I don't whatever. understand what you're saying. I'm going to take it as disrespect. Yeah. Bulls. <laughs> bulls. That's fighting words, right? Bulls. Man, come yeah, on. Yeah, that, that's like me going, oh, them two guys get in that cage and they're all sweaty and they that's start touching I each other. <laughs> I mean, that's the same thing as what you're doing right now, Dad. That feeling of meh that you've got. Me? That's how I feel about UFC. So That's what I do to put that in your time. The super okay. fight that's coming up. Paulo <laughs> yeah. Costa and Israel Adesanya. Yeah. That's going to be an interesting You can pronounce do. those names a little bit better than the last two characters. Khabib Nurmagomedov. You know, I'm... I'm I'm just happy that you can still say that. So set us up, Dale. Tell us uh, who's who is it. So Paul Acosta, they're both undefeated. Israel Israel Adesanya has been around for a long time. So Israel is very calculated in in the way that he came into the UFC. The UFC's basically been trying to get him in for quite a while. He was a uh, kickboxer before. Yeah, a, a phenomenal kickboxer. Very Maybe sharp. Blood, blood sport. Was yeah. he better than Frank, Frank <laughs> yeah. Dukes? Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. He's very, very sharp, very intelligent uh, uh, fighter. Uh, high, high fight IQ. And they, they try to bring him in, and he's like, hey, I'm not ready yet. I need, I need, to, I need to refine my, my skill set, da, 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 da. And so they finally get him in, and, I mean, he just mauls through everybody. Uh, the only, like – boring fight that you could say was Yoel Romero, but yeah, that was Yoel, was, that was on Yoel. He just does what he always does. He tries to lull you in and, and then the kind of that false sense of security. And then he, he jumps on you yeah. and, and Israel didn't play that game with him and, and, and swept the cards on him. So he, he put away Derek Brunson. He put away Robert Whitaker. He put away Kelvin Gaslam. I mean, and just tricky, tricky ways and uh, the 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 fight w- between him and Kelvin Gaslam was a war. So then you got Paul Acosta, who the buffed up Ricky Martin, big old buffed up Ricky Martin. He's Ricky like, Martin, dude. Like this the, guy dresses the, the, the La Vida Loca guy. Dude, yes. this guy dresses, has the hairstyle, the flashy clothes. I mean, he looks like he walked out of Scarface in the eight, like out of a Miami club. Yeah, and he is big as a house. He's huge. He's oh, a yeah. big human being. But here's the thing: is that Israel Adesanya is is very. He's been taking on these big boys. He took on Yoel Romero. He took on, but Paulo Costa finished Yoel Romero and finished. He's you a know. big old guy too. So it, it's. I believe both of y'all. Just it's going to get to football. It's going to be a very interesting uh, fight. Uh, it's 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 the classic September twenty sixth. Yeah, it, it's the classic. Um, how, how much David does a UFC Goliath. fight cost? Like when you well, buy it on pay per view, sixty five dollars. It's not bad, it's not but bad. it's like four hours of entertainment. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, and they do it what, a once lot. a month. Uh, they do it uh, uh, pay per view wise, maybe once every couple months. Did you guys know yeah. football and baseball are free, and so is NASCAR? No, so well, not, not, not technically. Well, I mean, if you want to watch what it on channel, TV, what channel do you see the Cowboys on on free TV? Channel four. Do you? I mean, uh, no. you get channel four for free. 
Yeah, you got bunny ears? Do you? Because the Texas Rangers are only on Fox Sports Southwest, and I had to get the baseball package. Did you notice I didn't just list to watch the Rangers? The Rangers I know, I'm just that. saying. Like, maybe the Cowboys. But eventually, they're going to be on NFL Network as well. And you're gonna oh, have yeah. There, there, there's some sort of subscription. But here's the thing with USC is they don't run nonstop. There's no commercials? Well, there are because there's, there's, there's like the little breaks, but it's... They're, they're two seconds and they're back. I'm not saying That's it's outrageous. Football, I just though, think is, it's weird yeah. that. But Adesanya versus Costa is going to be the uh, the brain versus the brute. Yeah. It's, it's, it literally, yeah. Literally. When is that? Sunday? What? Uh, it's Saturday, September 25th. I'm not going to watch it, but I'm going to. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, definitely going to I'm going to let you guys like record it on. Y'all got like VCR or something? Well, we, 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 may, we may just go live and comment. Record it, it and then you can show cool. me highlights. Put the TV right. We'd have to blur it out so we don't get. Copyright. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Khabib, you know, they're talking about Khabib versus GSP, the uh, greatest fighter of all time, in my opinion. I, I think both of them are. Khabib makes me want a kebab. <laughs> <laughs> I like to see him bring some old pro wrestlers in there, like Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> yeah, Dice, just smashing beer. Diamond Dallas Page <laughs> versus <laughs> Khabib. Bro, uh, Brock Lesnar's a, a free agent yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, he's somebody coming to come back. But he isn't. He got pieced up what? last time he was in the UFC. Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar, still like relevant. Like he hasn't retired with like. Head injuries or anything? I'm well, every know. time he they bring him back to f- fake wrestling, and then he's been thrown off a ladder more times than I am old. Yeah, but they they keep paying him so much money to come back. I mean, that's he's, true. He's a gazillionaire. He, that's like Brett Favre, man. Oh, I'm gonna retire. No, psych. I like another couple million. Yeah, I'm gonna tell. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna just tell kidding. You right I'll now. play for another team that's low rent. Ken Shamrock went from wrestling to UFC like in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, did, yeah. It's pretty good. If the NFL does what everyone else has done, well, I, they already are. I'm checked out. I'm not going to watch. They already this. are. Yeah, I can't do it. And, I, and that sucks for me because I, it's bro, my entire like, life. Wants to hear my my entire life, bro, dude. Like it was Dallas Cowboys football. That was our thing, man. I remember my dad trying to kick me out of the house because I said fan. I was going for the 49ers that year. They yeah, lost man. And like I, I've literally <laughs> like been in huge arguments with so people, the Eagles fans, and Michael Dava. One day, well, th- but, just because you don't like is, the Cowboys like, anymore, don't mean you got to go liking the Eagles. Oh no, 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 no! He he's a he's an Eagles fan. Oh, period. It's not because he didn't like the Cowboys. It's because he's an Eagles fan, and that's uh, you know there's psychological difficulties with that. I mean, there's there's a lot of things. Man, and I was just you have to really dig into like to be an Eagles fan. I know. I'm a. I know. Let's all boo this man. I, I thought Mike was going to be pretty cool. Dallas Cowboys are like when I was you a kid. Something like this. I mean, okay, think about this. You could be a Dallas Cowboys player, and you could literally be the low man on the total. You could be on the on the practice team for the Dallas Cowboys. If you live in Dallas, Texas, or any of the surrounding areas, which you probably do if you play for them, say you live in Colleyville, Ooh. and you're Joe Smith, uh, practice team tight end, right? And you, all you got to be is Joe Smith. You're a Dallas Cowboy. And you're making three hundred thousand dollars a year. People are hooking you up everywhere you go. They want to know you. They want to do business with you. They want to. They want you to vent to to frequent their restaurant, their car dealership, whatever it is. You remember when Darren Woodson Dude. was doing those commercials for yes. K Clinic? Dude, that da- da- uh, being a Dallas Cowboy is is like literally Troy Aikman is probably I would say not as popular worldwide, but I would say he is probably. 75% of the popularity of the United the President of the United States. I mean, there's not very many people in this world they are not going to know who Troy Aikman is. Yeah. 
You That's know like being like, the starting pitcher for the Yankees. Yes, you know, dude. That's like me not caring about football, but knowing. There's not a lot of people who don't know who Roger Clemens is around the world. There's not a lot of people who don't know who Nolan Ryan is around the world. When you, when you have that kind of notoriety, a you're probably not paying for a whole lot of meals. You're you're, you're probably getting so many sponsorships. It doesn't really matter what your salary looks like for the team. That the the problem that you have with NFL, and NBA, and MLB and all this stuff is they are they're getting they're getting real messy with their politics and their. You know, here's the thing. How are they going to pay these salaries with no gate? That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. Okay, so say you have an employee and, and an employee is doing um, something that you don't agree with, right? You're paying that person. So it's your right to tell them, like, hey, like, we can't have you doing that at work. We can't have you in here saying. Yeah, but there's there's unions inside of there, football. There, there is. And that's the thing so. is the union is, is what's protecting that. But. They are literally doing the same thing. The NFL's already doing it. Same thing that protects And Jerry Jones costs. even has been. He said, oh, you can kneel during the National Anthem. When he was the one guy that was like, if you kneel during the National Anthem, you're out of here. You know, but now he's made a public statement saying that he'll allow people to peaceful protest. There's nothing wrong with protesting, but you were at work, and people are paying to come. The people are paying your salary to watch you do your job. At the end of the day, whether you're having fun or not, and it's a sport, you're getting paid to be there. So it's your responsibility to honor the people who are paying your salary to stay focused on what you're getting paid for. That'd be like if, if, if you hired me to build your house and I was out there doing a, uh, you know, a religious convention on your property instead of building your house. Yeah, I can make my passion God, yes. But that doesn't give me the right to put up a tent revival in your front yard just yeah. because that's my passion. Football you're paying me for one well. service, so I can't convolute it with another. It's a good idea. Hey, Chad Haley said... Uh, uh, he he, t- he chimed in when I said, uh, "Yeah, we'll I, definitely have Chad in." That I'm not uh, bringing uh, the NFL into my my house this year, so he's with that. And then he said he wants to come replace Fred. I mean, what, what do you think about that, Fred? He Fred, said, he said Fred he'd get back to an, Fred still Fred hasn't eaten his sausage biscuit yeah, over there. I'm about to steal. He's still he's still kind of grumpy. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk to him happy. and see if he'll give up that. Bro, but when you week. when you get paid to do a service, you don't get to just go. Oh, hey, you know, I know you're paying me for this, but I'm gonna do. It's it's kind of like being on your phone all day. At work, yeah. Like you, you're, you, the people are honoring you with a paycheck. Do your job there. You know what I mean. Obviously, family first, emergency stuff like that. But when you're literally handling some, you know, everything else in your life, you're gonna get fired from that job, bro. Oh yeah. You're gonna get fired from that job. I fired me. When I you went. can't focus on what you're being paid to do, you're gonna get exnade. Because how could how can you? It changes the culture, and then the next guy comes in. And they're like, oh, well, he's on his phone all day. I guess I'll just do the same. And then you get nothing done. There's no production value. Then you get customers seeing you. And they're like, Hello. Speaking uh, of that, uh, I that's totally. Horrible. I, I hey, the NFL it. had already seen drastic number of drops last year, and I think it's gonna this. this it's gonna it, plummet, bro. They're they're a lot of these sports. The UFC. Um, that's why I'm telling you, Jeremiah, get on board. UFC, and the reason why is because they they avoid the politics. So does NASCAR. It, you're right well, to a certain extent. A certain there ain't extent. nothing wrong with NASCAR. You can watch cars go around in a circle for three but hours. It, I'm kidding. It's just <laughs> I don't people watch. walk into the cage. NASCAR. They beat each other up. They walk out of the cage, and and it's on to the next one, on to the next one. And, and it's not people kneeling and complaining. And and that's the thing is these UFC fighters are making like thirty. Some of these guys are making thirty grand to go in there and fight. You yeah. got these. Is that winner? Pampers. You want to see some sports without without political. And I, I say this, I only want rugby. I, well, there's that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't understand rugby. I saw some highlights of that the other day. And I'm brutal. Like, what bro. are they doing? Brutal sport. But that that I was going to say European sports. Yeah. Like I watch F1 racing, which is 
bull crap because it's in Europe and you have to like it starts at like seven thirty in the morning on a Sunday. So you have to watch. There's the more politics in F1 racing than anything. But, there is politics, but, they just but don't, they're not. They don't broadcast. But they it. don't broadcast it because everybody's from a different country. So yeah. there's no. It's there's not no, like everybody uh, from agenda. Yeah, there's no common. They they may keep it to the. I'm not saying there's not politics in it, but they don't talk about it. Their drivers aren't kneeling. Their drivers aren't wearing. The commentators aren't wearing like, wearing things on their helmets or anything like that. They don't. They're not going to go. You know, put a. I mean, that that, that a, that's a billionaire uh, sport uh, out there. Yeah. It is, but I'm just using that as an example. There's no, um, oh, I don't like the president of Russia or who Putin or whatever it is. No, is there's none of that. There's there's no kneeling. You know, and depending on what country they in, they play that country's national, national yeah, anthem. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it, it just it's and, completely different over in Europe to me. Like then, to see all the stuff that we do, and then what they're doing over there, and I'm like. They care about the sport what? and only the sport. Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's more of a purebred. People will riot after a soccer yes. game whether they win or lose. Like, the, these people, these are involved fans yeah. that live yeah. and breathe. Man, I'm telling you, like, it's nuts. And, and the, the cultural soccer change from, from how we do things like that <laughs> and what we allow uh, to be broadcasted on television. But, dude, like, everything on, on American TV is like, and I'm not, I don't I don't never watch TV in Italy, so I can't really speak to that. But I know that I see stuff, I see commercials I see things that are all driven towards two or three things, politics, sex, and alcohol. That's what they're driving in, in the middle of all these. There, there's a mm-hmm. beer commercial, uh, some kind of a, a male impotence commercial, or, uh, or something, something about you know, date, you dating. What, yeah. do what? So can you get me plugged in with one of those? Man, it's like... Re- <laughs> they got those on Facebook How now. How do you become oh, a recovering really? alcoholic when every right. second oh, yeah. there's a com- commercial about better. alcohol? <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 they they literally you know and obviously they're paying for advertising so they're not gonna you know it's a business so they're gonna take the highest bidder on something you know what a Super Bowl commercial cost oh yeah seven hey not seven this to, year seventy no, or that, thirty million but that's the thing think about all the revenue that is gonna be out of that circuit this year and they're gonna keep alienating their their audience to a point to where it, it, it's not even. Hey, thanks, Alicia. Have a, have a great uh, time. class. Even, you can't even like project numbers anymore because the world is on its axis and now you've got. And then Chad said something a while ago that, that really hit home. They, the players get recognized for being boneheads, right? Mm-hmm. Take uh, Greg Hardy, for example. Okay. He had domestic uh, violence uh, accusations and all this stuff. Got removed Allegedly. from the NFL. Yeah. You know, but, and uh, actually, he's not a great example. But there's, there is a lot of players, and we won't go down that rabbit hole too far, but there's a lot of players who get recognized for being boneheads and having this stance beyond while they're making. 10 million, 20 million, 100 million dollars on their contract driving a Lamborghini and living in 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 the Hamptons, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's like Vic. Vic being one of them. Yeah, man, like how do you like you're going to do that to animals and come back and and, and then be celebrated in a hall like you know, yeah, you're a phenomenal you're a phenomenal Athlete, player. Yeah. But yeah, you over here Pete Rose trash, bet on you know? his own team to win and he's being yeah, alienated dude. for 40 years. Yeah. And yeah. like that hasn't been overturned, but you're no. allowing people to like Say and do things while they're being paid to be there, Mike Tyson and, and just looking past old lady it, out. <laughs> bro. Hey, oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Thank what? You, bro, bro. Hold on, hold on, hold Mike the Tyson. script. So we got Mike Tyson, Roy Jones, Jr. that's freaking jacked up. I saw him on Joe Rogan a few days ago. Isn't he like sixty? No, he's fifty-three. Is he, he going back to fight? Roy he's Jones, going to fight Roy Jones, and hey, I mean, Roy Jones. It's very tightly. Now watch oh, that mess. Yeah, yeah, I don't oh, he's mess. He's one of the I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a great. He's a boxer great, or yeah. is he a UFC? Legend. No. no. Okay, so it's two boxers. Yeah. It's not UFC. No. Yeah, I, I think they're doing catch weight, but uh 
and and there's like a lot of unified rules that they're putting in place because obviously they're both 53, so they're going eight rounds. <laughs> no earbudding. But, <laughs> they're old. But hey, check it out. Uh, so he was on uh, Joe Rogan the other day, and he was Joe Rogan asked him because uh, Mike Tyson did a little promo, like a 30 second. I'm coming back, and so Joe Rogan looked at him and said, "How long did it take you?" He goes, "That was the first take," and he was like, "Whoa!" Like you know, Joe Rogan always like. And 53 or not, can you, can you imagine getting hit by Tyson? Check this out. So he, uh, so the reason uh, Mike Tyson, he quit training, he quit doing everything for 14 years because he said, I don't like the place where it took my ego. He yeah. said, it took me to a place that I don't like where I want to go out there and kill somebody. Yeah. And, and I, I started taking it out on my family. And so he stopped for 14 years, walked out there, did that promo. Here's the funny thing. He said, and I was in bed for three weeks after that doing cryotherapies, like my sciatica nerve. And he's like, you know, I realized, you know, that, that you know, with all these advancements, he's doing stem cells. But, man, I, I'm pumped to see him back. He looks phenomenal, bro. He's all jacked up. He's fast. When's no, the fight? At 53. Uh, when, he bit, what's, when he bit Holyfield's ear, that wasn't like his last fight, was it? No. Oh, no. That was no. Yeah, well, he, just, it, no. Was it, it, he fought after that a couple times. He, yeah, he fought Holyfield again, bit him again, Twice, and they yeah, never let him he, fight he, again. He fought a few fights after that. He got uh, beat up by... I don't remember who it was that like kind of put the nail in the coffin on that. I, I want to say... No, it wasn't. I watched the whole it thing was, about uh, it. I can't remember. I wonder if he's going to bring his tiger uh, to the fight. Let me think. I hope. Uh, he doesn't have Bernard. it anymore. I think it was Bernard, Why? Bernard, they gave maybe? it back. His, his last professional fight was in Holyfield. Well, that was the last big one. I still can't imagine Holyfield. getting hit by that guy. Dude, Holyfield was a great dude. If you watched like a biopic about him. Hey, they're him, good was, friends now. He was a Christian. He yeah, was uh, Holyfield and Tyson. Yeah. yeah. They, they yeah. actually, they were slating them two to fight. I think it was Bernard. They're that, good that, friends that now? Kind of, or no, it was, uh, yeah. uh, well, you're, you're Holyfield's too slow now, so the, 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 uh, the Las Vegas wouldn't uh, sanction it. Well, I don't know if I'd be your friend if you bit my ear off. I don't care how long ago I mean, it was. they got over well, it. You know. Yeah, I don't know that I'd want to like eat dinner at your house. Yeah, I'd be like, "What are you? What's this made out of?" Who was here. that? They've got it oh, all. Oh, Kevin McBride, Irish boxer in 2011. Uh, 2011. No, was no, 2005. Fight? Sorry, 2005. I'm, I'm pretty. Hold on, let's look this up. I know. Last fight made particularly painful viewing, June 11, 2005. Baddest man on the planet versus Kevin McBride, and he's the one who pieced him up and knocked him down. And man, I remember 2005. I thought they mm-hmm. permanently banned him after he bit no, him the second they time. Did not. They fined him heavily, and I think he ha- I think he was out for nine or six months. He or something bit like him that. twice. He yeah, in the same fight. He oh, bit him twice, oh, oh, so. oh, oh, okay. I was he like, man, he bit him once, got a warning, and then he like really bit him. I thought they rematched it. Anyway. He headbutted him. He did several things. Yeah, he, it, that no. was pretty dirty. He knew that that I think they knew that Holyfield was the better person to win. I think he. Oh, he was getting whooped on. Yeah. yeah. But, bro, they'll, they'll never, you know, just like depending on who you think USC, GSP, or Khabib, which, which I think Khabib is going to far outdo GSP just because it's a new age of era. But there there just hasn't been anybody hey, like what Mike Tyson. To your little goofy toy I'm, I'm going to bring them down here. They could have been hanging out with Fred. Need I got a few. Mike Tyson. I got a few more. But, you know, who, who who's come across the landscape that's been able to compete with Mike Tyson? There's only one. Person. They thought Deontay Wilder. And he got pieced up by Fury. 
Yeah, and then there's a glove. What about? Uh, but, but he was he was out of gas. And, oh yeah, he and he blamed it. He wore that ridiculous. Deontay Wilder comes to the ring, twenty five, with this pounds. ridiculous yeah. outfit that, that that he's. Oh well, the outfit was heavy. My legs were weak, dude. If they if walking a hundred feet with twenty five pounds on your back, don't ever join the military what, uh, because what, you would have getting been been done. What's the other guy's name? Uh, Tyson Fury. No, 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 no. I, the boxer that. Manny Pacquiao, Floyd Mayweather. That one. Yeah. Mayweather. How come he ain't never fought Tyson? Well, he's a different weight class. class. Bro, it's what? he's hundred pounds heavier. Oh. Yeah. That's like Sugar oh, Ray Leonard. 60 pounds heavier. Yeah, Sugar yeah. Ray. Well, I can't keep up with all this. Yeah, Floyd Mayweather's like one thirty one. Men punching yeah, yeah. and kicking people. Yeah. Dude, the one that was going for no, no, he's one thirty five. I think he's uh he's uh hold on, he's flyweight or well uh flyweight flyweight. Or, yeah, flyweight. He's like 135. 135 to 145. I think he, they did a Tyson's weight. like 205. Uh, Light heavyweight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't understand how the weight classes are, but all right, I'll take your word for it. They'll never sanction that kind of fight. No, Tommy Gunn was the only one that was going to fight Mike Tyson, was knocking people out, and then he turns out he had AIDS for 10 years while he was yeah. boxing. Mm -hmm. Remember that dude? Yep. He was awesome. Yep. But yeah. He, he had, had a great cameo in, in uh, Rocky, too. Yes, and yes, yes. And he was. Um, I like turtles. Beaten horribly in that movie too. <laughs> turtles all the way down. Turtles down. Turtles down. So let, let, let let's move on, Dell. We've we've talked enough sports. Love sports though. I do too. Fit. NASCAR. So uh, yeah, we're not gonna do that segment. Can um, we do the me time thing? Yes, go for it. I'll let you set. No, it you up. set it up. Okay. So <laughs> no, you. No, no, no you. you. <laughs> so. Uh, what is uh what's 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 your me time like? What what do you, what do you do to unwind when when the wife's not around and and what, uh, what, me what's time your all the time? My thing would be fishing. Now my wife's thing would be like. And, and what's the difference between your you like what's hers and what's the difference? So mine would be uh, my me time would be. Like literally getting out on the water, fishing or not, just sitting on the water basically, or or riding a motorcycle, or used to be riding a horse, you know, way back when, and that's about to start being that again. But uh, fishing mostly. That the difference between my me time and and my wife's me time is, you know, her me time. Like she's, it's hard to say because she, you know, she enjoys like just alone time with me or whatever, like watching a movie, laying around, whatever. But if I had to like buy her, so you know, or, or like you know, send her on a on a her day. Oh my God, you were a pimp. It'd be like getting her hair did, getting her nails did, Manny Petties, you know, all that good Sending stuff. Sending her for a girls' day. Yeah, girls' day, you know, stuff like that. But she's not super girly like. I mean, she is, but she isn't. She doesn't like require all those things, you know. Um, but uh, you know, my me time is very different from hers because I'm like, I could be out on a body of water. I, my 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 perfect example of me time would be like literally uh, night fishing at Possum Kingdom. That's like as close as you, yeah, if you've never been on Possum Kingdom Lake in the middle of the night and you look up and see every star in the sky, that's as close as you'll get to God's creation in my book out there by yourself. I mean, it is absolutely ser serenity. I, uh, and this kind of leads into the fishing story thing, but uh, we, you know, last time I went out there, we actually blew a motor in my old boat and we're literally like stranded, essentially had to paddle back. And, but I just remember like sitting there looking up and thinking, man, like you cannot beat this. I mean, you can see every star in the sky. You're surrounded by mountains, basically hills and trees. And that, that is my perfect example of me time. It's just getting on a body of water, it's operating a boat or a motorcycle or even riding a horse. It, it, they're all very similar in one way. 
You've got to be focused on that one thing that you're doing because you get yourself killed. You know, doing any of those things, you get yourself killed if you're not paying attention to what you're doing. So it's literally the exclusion of the world. You're not going to be, you know, answering every phone call and texting and all that stuff while you're operating a boat, driving a motorcycle, riding a horse, whatever it is. It's literally seclusion between you and whatever it is that's faster than you that you're on. You know what I'm saying? So that, that, that's, that's the me time. That's the clarity point that I get. And, that, and when I look for me time, I look for clarity moments, you know, where I can like really unplug and dive into what I'm doing. I mean, I, I would assume that most women like to be pampered for me time. Go get their nails done. Go get their feet rubbed and their, and their toenails did and, and their hair done and stuff like that. That's the, the biggest difference is mine, are, <laughs> mine require none of those things. I need a little bit of gas and, and a little bit of time and I can go make it happen, you know. Jeremiah? What do you do to unwind? Well, I don't have to unwind from anything but work. I mean, I ain't married. I ain't got kids. I, I do That's what true. I want when I want. What do you want. do in your free time? Uh, I take pictures. Working. So even when you're not taking pictures, you're taking pictures? The passion. Yeah, true. man. Have you seen all my pretty pictures? No. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't build houses in my free time. Yeah, it is my passion. They don't, you know, you don't, do. and, then, and it does because like, I have to find that line of, of okay, do I want to get like oh, there's a sunset? Do I want to go like take or there's a storm coming in? Do I want to go chase it? Kind of thing. Like it's gotten less now that I take pictures like full time. Yeah, but at the same time, like it's different because yeah, you be I build you build houses during the day. So let's say I build houses during the day. Well, in the evening time, it would be more like okay, I'm building a, a tree house or something. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? It's more fun for you. It's yeah, it's more fun. Uh, but yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know. Work on work on this, cars, yeah. trucks, motorcycles, whatever. I don't hang out with my friends. Find, call people up, see what they're doing. Like I, I, I don't really know. I just kind of fly by the seat of my pants. Honestly, if I don't have something seat scheduled, of his pants. What do you, yeah. what do you do, Bobo, to unwind? Uh, um, Plays his music. Moment of of uh, peace and quiet and clarity for me is being completely alone and submerged in like writing and mixing music mm. because it's mine you know it's something yeah. i can do and i don't have to listen to anybody else tell me how to do mm. it you know i can do it the way i want to do it most of the time i'm kicking myself you know and <laughs> throwing everything away that i write but i you know bang in my head but it's a process you know and i get to create something that eventually becomes pretty good i mean good enough for soundcloud at least <laughs> that's it. SoundCloud. Yeah, you don't even know what SoundCloud is. I do know what SoundCloud is. Do you? It's still, it's still Did a I thing. Give it to you? Huh? Did I give you my SoundCloud? No, I just know what SoundCloud is. Well, well, I'm going to. Give I will it to listen you. to yours. Yes, I will um, force you to have, to get it on. But that and playing. Why don't you very, plug your SoundCloud, Bobo, so people no can go listen? You don't way. want nobody there. Okay. Uh, not probably not. Uh, <laughs> maybe change the. Maybe I'll shorten the the. the URL so that I it's too it's a long name. Yeah. yeah. You, do you know what it is? Yes, I know. Are you gonna read it out loud? Soundcloud.com slash Bobo's Love Music Factory. You <laughs> <laughs> said Brando McLovin, that was it, but Oh Lord. Soundcloud.com slash a midtown farewell. That's what it is. Dale, what's your uh, um, what's your thing? Man uh, I'm I'm pretty boring, man. I love sleeping. I uh, just resting. I think um, everybody loves to sleep. I, I don't. I actually hate it. I uh, I feel like I'm wasting time. When I'm I, uh, I I I give so much energy into uh, 
what I do and, and it's mental energy. So, you know, I'm always plugged in mentally into something. So I, you know, uh, whether I'm researching something or figuring something out, uh, uh, you know, yeah. So just sleeping and, and resting my, my mind because, you know, I, I wear a lot of hats and I do a lot of different things that I've got to stay pretty sharp on. And that requires a lot of time. So sometimes I'll go home and take a, a you know, couple hour nap and then I'll dive in for a couple hours and figure out what I need to figure out. But I'm just constantly, and, and, and there's days that I miss it, just grabbing a hammer and building something or, or building or putting something together uh, that just kind of takes the, the, the skilled labor. Uh, and then my wife, she, she, her chill time. I mean, she likes to when the kids aren't bothering her, and she can just relax and watch YouTube or you know watch watch movies. She loves movies, so mm-hmm. that's the difference you know between ours. But I mean, I love if I had more time and I wasn't so busy. Uh, I, I write a lot of music. I've been in the music industry for for a very long time and connections here and there. So I write pieces and orchestrate pieces and and i love to do that but i mean you got to be in a really good headspace to be able to sit down and be yeah you can't just like i mean you you gotta you gotta get plugged in and and get into it and 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 not be uh you know writing writing and and developing buildings anything you're gonna have to get dove into it and and be in it you can't be one foot in one foot out well and it can't be like a long eight-hour dr- grueling day, like mentally, and then come home and plug your guitar in and be able to create yeah. something. It's it's just yeah. not going to happen. It drains you, yeah. And it's just you know. So, uh, but I mean, I, I think, I think, uh, when I change my lifestyle, like <clears throat> as far as food, I think getting plenty of sleep is very vital and important. Uh, and I think a lot of people skip that, and I think that's a big part of success and being able to. Uh, obtain knowledge and and hold knowledge as getting the appropriate amount of sleep. So you know, Einstein slept for like twenty minute naps, but that was it throughout the day. You know? Yeah, it kept when he woke up. You know, he was kind of frazzled and gave gave him good ideas. Like, I mean, you're starting to. It just depends, man. Some people can function off of it. Don't do too much sleep. But a lot of your super healthy people are are not. I didn't mean to say super healthy, but super successful people. You know, they have a good regimen of sleep. Yeah. Uh, Elon Musk, at least consistent sleep, bro. My, my biggest thing was, was sleeping. Like, you know, obviously we have to sleep to survive, but I literally like, if I, I can't nap and stuff, if I, if I randomly fall asleep, that's one thing. I'm not like hard on myself about it, but I, I I like to seize the moment. I I love naps. I I can't do mad that I didn't enjoy them when I was a four year old. I feel like I'm because look, eventually we're all going to wake up and be 56 years old or whatever. And I don't want to look back and go. Man, I wish I'd have, you know taken advantage of that time that I had. I wish I would have, would have toiled. I my completely time. can agree with that, though. I see where you're coming from. I still love my. It's naps, a paranoia like, of missing time. Essentially. So naps, FOMO, FOMO. fear of missing. Time. Yes, but my FOMO comes from the morning, not naps. Okay, like, so like my wife is on here. Let me correct. Oh, oh, yeah. So we don't have to do a Dale's fails segment oh, again. Uh, her favorite thing to do is to run, but she hasn't been running for a while because it's been pretty hot. So. That is well, her unwinding. Not. So let me correct the record so I don't have to hear about it later. Oh, you're going to hear about it later, Dale. I don't know why you need to, to correct it on here. You're, you're the married, you're one married to her. She's going to yell at you either way. Yeah, She's going to yell at you for something else if you, if you, not this. 
Yeah. And that's, that's why I didn't The whole get point of the be, being in the room and all that is because I'm the same way. I feel like if I'm sleeping, I'm not... If There's I so s- many things I could be like ideas I could have, and so I, I'm usually I write the best at like four in the morning. If I sleep in, I feel like I wasted time. Like if I sleep yeah. in, like something I've done it lately. I start feeling like my, your sleep till eleven o'clock up on you. You know, it's time to get things done. Do we have Everybody a top? Time. We need a top three, and I'm going to throw a curveball. I already got it. Do you it. do? Okay, let's hear yeah. it. What's your top? Three? I'm going to catch y'all off guard. Oh Lord, what's Wait. the? What is uh? Bubba, go ahead and start getting queued up for our outro. Um, so what is the top three, your top three okay. best TV sitcom? Ooh. So wait, sitcom or shows in general? Shows, sitcoms. I have a feeling that his is the Flintstones. I don't yeah. know why I'm leaning yeah. that way. No, he likes the Jetsons. Flintstones, Jetsons. I can't even. Okay. I've seen friends like. 14 times all the way through like every episode yeah, me so too. I, i've seen a lot of friends but i don't want to know you and my wife would i don't know if it's can play the board game together if it's if it's my top i mean it's obviously a great show i love it um, well, you get three so we're gonna go with friends i the ninja turtles i don't know man i don't watch a lot of tv now uh, well, i tell you turtles what cartoon? i tell you what sons of anarchy was a great show Yellowstone is a great show. It is a good show. I haven't seen it. Oh, dude. That's good I know. Stuff. Brandon keeps telling me, but it, and, it doesn't sound very like my riveting. Thing. I really enjoyed Ozark. I don't know if y'all watched that. Ozark is great, yeah. Ozark is is, is I, the third season kind of started getting, getting a little weird, yeah. But Ozark, I mean, I don't I can't put there's so many great shows I can't Bro, Shane Small's up in the, up in here. What's Shane up, Shane? Smalls. Man, What's I haven't up, seen him in a minute. Friends, hey, Dan, friends. I, I, I got to stick with Friends because and and uh, Big Bang Theory was a great show. I, I watched like all of those. Um, from beginning to end, though, Friends would be something I've I've seen every episode at least fourteen. Okay, times. Okay, so Friends, we're gonna let's add one of your Stop three. There. Give me two more. I can't. You got two. No, so, so because we'll are we going classic shows? I anything, mean, like, anything. Dukes of Hazard from Dukes the eighties. Man, it's a great show. Give me one more. Barney. On. What? Barney. Barney? That was a pivotal... Uh, Barney. He said Barney. Establishment of my a, young mind. Was not all not really. I didn't watch Barney. I was too oh, old for Barney. No. Power Rangers. I got nothing. I'm just going to stay with two. I'm just going to go with two. I'm going to say my top three... I'm going to say The Ranch. Never probably, seen it. Man, that's a great show. I love You're that saying show. that's... Uh, not the greatest. It's number three. Okay. Following context, okay. but I, I'm I'm doing old one, new one, old one. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the ranch. The ranch is probably it's hilarious. It's it's got great humor across the board. It it doesn't get super political. I mean, all these you know, it's old school kind of ethics behind it. I think uh, the ranch was really good. We watched all of that. I'm gonna throw a curveball at you and say Jane the Virgin. What? That was a good show. It I, was hilarious. I've never even heard of they it. It's on Netflix. They you didn't have to really it though, did they? Yeah, we yeah, me and Lindsay watched the whole thing. I've never no, even heard of it. There was supposed to be another season. Oh, I don't know. But the network pulled it. Maybe. Yeah. But it, but it, I, I literally like walking into it. It's not something I would ever pick out, but Lindsay was like, she heard good things about it from uh Jackie told her about it. She's like, "Oh, it's hilarious. You're going to love it, blah blah." Right. And we watched it like nonstop. 
Like it not, it's hilarious. Dude, it's, I'll, I'll check it out. It's never set up like a telenoeva. So we had like, and this week Ricardo, and it, like it's hilarious, dude. It is absolutely hilarious. It is basically an English telenoeva. It's hilarious. Is it British or is it American? No, it's, 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 American. A, it's American, but it's because I can't do British TV. It's like a Hispanic all. setting, like a tele, like a uh, yeah. Mexican soap opera. All right, yeah. number, number one. Uh, see, that's where I'm. It's a toss up. And I thought I had. I'm going to need to get the Jeopardy. I'm going to honestly say, I think probably my. Put that on my notes for me. My my number one TV show. That second one, Drew. Of all time. The second one to the right. It's a toss up. Uh, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. (laughs) (laughs) DuckTales. Dude. We can do cartoons next week. Yeah. Cartoons. Our top three superheroes. That's a good one. Uh, We should do that one. Bubbles got a I haven't seen have any hundred that we're gonna. I don't watch the Marvel movies. I've only seen like a handful show. of them. I'm I'm honestly gonna say as dorky as it is, I'm gonna say Seinfeld. Never seen it. Oh. You've never seen Seinfeld? I mean, I know about it. I know the characters, but it's I've never hilarious. watched it. I never watched it. It's like quick-witted humor. It's a, it's 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 probably a toss-up between Seinfeld and Friends because I've seen Friends so many times. My, my wife loves it. You couldn't possibly be any dumber. Seinfeld is an intelligent show. Like you have I'm to the, yeah. get the humor. I mean, I just—it's not that I wouldn't like it. I oh no! Actually, would. I'm gonna—I'm gonna scratch that. The Office is my top one. Oh, never watched office. it. Uh, That's my top one. I was about Another to say, bro, the, the, the Office. Seinfeld's probably number. number I was gonna two. sign off on our. And I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say The Ranch is probably number three. Jane the Virgin is probably number four. But uh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna say The Office is probably my favorite TV series of all time. Well, I'm gonna have to go watch that one too. Steve Carell is one of the funniest people ever created, dude. It's hilarious, but it's quick-witted humor, and it's like a lot. I've of seen like episodes of The Office and stuff. It's hilarious. And memes, but I've never watched seconds, it. So, you know. I've heard great things about Parks and Recreation. I've never really Dude, dove into it, but I've heard a lot one. of good things. So we got Very Chad Haley too. says uh, he doesn't do a whole lot of TV. Says uh, he likes Friends, Gilmore Girls. Don't judge me, Gilmore Haley. Girls. <laughs> yeah. And then Lindsay uh, loves Gilmore Girls. Anything that's on the WB Haley's. in the late 2000s. Then we got Lindsay. Uh, Said uh, Last Man Standing, Friends, Grey's Anatomy. Oh, Last Man Standing. I forgot about that. We got, uh, Which one's that? We got Shane Small that said uh, How I Met Your Mother. That's a good one. Pretty. So he didn't. He, he gave us one. Where's your other two? I'm scratching all mine and saying Home Improvement. Uh, oh, dude. Yeah. I'm scratching my, everything I said. Then Kristen said Friends, I Love Lucy, and Law & Order S- SVU. I can't do SVU anymore. They're all the same. Home Improvement, years. hands down. So we just need two more from Shane. Uh, I'll tell you my three. I can tell you my top ones, easy. The Office, by far. Yeah, Easy, easy. Uh, yes, I'm going to have to go watch it. Uh, I've, there's a lot to watch. Is yeah, there, there's, there's, there's like ten, what? There's nine 12, episodes. Is it? Nine but there's, the, the, or no, there's nine seasons. And there's like 30 episodes. There's 30 episodes, episodes, except for season one. Um, Friends, I Love Lucy and Lawn or SVU. Uh, I've seen a lot of SVU. Yeah, I don't watch it. If, if it's not funny, I'm not watching it. Uh, I mean, literally, the office is on every single night. Uh, that's what I fall asleep to. Because yeah, they play in syndication on every channel, like no, TBS. I've got it on Netflix. Oh, okay. Yeah, they play it everywhere, though. You can and and if, if you're smart, you have the, 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 the app that blocks it to where they won't shut it off and it just loops. So yeah. I'm literally, I could quote the whole thing. Um, Home improvement. That's my favorite yeah. all time, hands down. I can't believe I missed that. That is, that is the best show I've ever watched. Hands down. That whole block oh, yeah. on uh, Family Matters. Full house. Right. I was raised on Home Improvement. Family Matters is a great show, too. I'm going to throw one that no one's going to expect, though. Uh, sister, Teen sister. Force? Uh, it's probably Sister, Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I started that last night. I'm not even kidding you. <laughs> you would. I Dude, okay, listen. I was sitting down eating something, and I didn't want to put on a movie because I had something else to do. Shane said uh, Ozark 30 and Yellowstone. Minutes. I'm not a big TV person. 
See, everybody says I've seen Ozark, but I haven't seen Yellowstone. Apparently, okay. I need to check you just it out. need to watch Yellowstone. Um, it's twenty one dollars, bro. Uh, the George Lopez show. I I love the crap out of that show. Yeah, I'm not. I, I I watched it on TBS. I, his it, mom cracked me up. It got, the mom was funny. Yeah. It, it, it got me through a point in life, uh, and it was just something that was real light and funny, and I, I enjoyed that show. Uh, and then. Uh, and I'm just speaking of ones that I've seen a lot, like that I can quote Reba. Reba, that was a good show. That Reba was a, good was a show. phenomenal show with Van and yeah, is that the Airhead? Yeah, all? yes. Yeah. I mean, that was a that which was a, he plays. It. You guys ever watch Shameless? Yeah, he plays in Shameless too. Who does he play in Shameless? He uh, is the, the guy, that, the black neighbor's husband that had yes. twins. That owns the bar. Oh, that's the yeah, same that's guy. Van, yeah. yeah, shameless. But he shaved his head. I I, like I watched Shameless for a while. It got, but it's so messed up, dude, and so vile. That's what I'm makes like, it so great. I know, but I can't go to like I watch. The only time I ever watch TV is going to sleep at night. It's not like I watch. You don't want to go to sleep. Watching I don't watch that. on the weekends. You wouldn't be able it, to. It's very, very not. Uh, not hey, have y'all seen that new one that just popped up? Uh, the one that's a spinoff of a. Uh, uh, Karate Boy or Karate? Oh, Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. No, I haven't watched that. Yeah. Is it good? But yeah. I haven't watched I mean, Karate Kid since like 1993. It came on, so The Office ran out of time, and so it, uh, it queued up Cobra Kai, and I woke up to it. And so Sweet I started paying legs. attention to it, and before I know, I watched both seasons. Uh, <laughs> Sweeping Legs, 1985. Bubba, what's your three? Come on, hurry up. Top three movies? No, uh, no. TV shows. <laughs> Follow the segment, Bubba. Our producer um, over here knows what's going on. Has no idea what's going on. I, well, I'm trying to figure out how to put the ending. You know, you got starting soon here, and I deleted the other one on accident. <laughs> Whatever you got to put We're up. We're going to start on. for next time. You know, yeah, we'll figure that out. My top three TV shows. Dark um, endings. Let's here. see. Shut up. Uh, Shane Small said Queen of, Queen of the South is worth watching, too. I've heard that. I've heard that's pretty Dale cool. is going to say Teen Mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's that other show on MTV? Shane Cat- Logoff, bro. Cat- <laughs> Catfish? Yeah. Mine, I liked Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That was a good Marvel show. I never saw that. It was actually good. I thought it was That's newer, though, stupid. right? Um, yeah. Last few years. 2005 or so. Oh, really? Dang. Yeah. Supernatural was a good show. I never watched that. Supernatural. It's the longest running show. You like the superhero stuff, dude. Though. Supernatural no, is great. About like cast. Well, I know, but you like that kind of like weird fantasy, stuff, yeah. fantasy stuff. Whatever that. they play on the WB. Third one. A third one was, um, let's see, Buffy the Vampire Slayer back in the eight. Okay, like, I can get with that. Man. I can yeah. get with Buffy. Yeah, that, that's used, like that was a cool show. What was show. her name? And those aren't. Hey, hey, Buffy. Sarah Michelle Gellar. Buffy. Hey, I'm gonna tell a story real quick, and we're gonna sign out. Just because we have Colby and Shane, we got Shane in in the room, so. Uh, when me and Kristen first met, uh, we had just started dating and me, Shane, Mark and Gio went down to the coast. We used to go every year. I think Shane's one of his family member members owned a hotel down there and we would go down there and stay the week. <laughs> I, and this just popped back up cause he made his little funny joke. So he thinks he's funny. Um, <laughs> so we went, there's a ferry that you can go get on and go across right and get to the other side of the island down there uh, i think we're in port a and uh shane was in his uh, uh it was i think it was his uh not the corvette the, the camaro mm. his e28 uh camaro black you know you know shane he's always took real good care of his cars had real yeah. flashy cars <laughs> so we get on this ferry bro and i've got a lunch box full of food and I just chunk peanut butter and nuts all over the top of his roof, and the seagulls just <laughs> flop. 
<laughs> he was so pissed off. The whole boat was pissed off. <laughs> they, were, they were just pecking at his car. Oh, my Lord. Eating all this stuff You'd off the top of his car. You'd never with me again, I can tell you that. And uh, not only was he pissed, the entire boat was pissed because there was like 500 doves just, or, or uh, those seagulls fly around oh my lord Shane's car and then Cody rolls the window down and a piece falls <laughs> falls in the window heated bro so I'd now they're trying to come in and get this food bro it oh, I'd have been heated there's, there's no way Shane you remember that back. yeah he remembers bro that was so fun. oh dude I wish if we had camera phones back then that's probably oh, a good dude. thing we did. That would have been viral. Let it me was tell you so something, funny. bro. If we'd had camera phones when I was a teenager, Oof. I'd be the uh, an internet star. Or in jail. Well, yeah. But, I, mean, I would have been famous first. Yeah, that's true. You Needless know. to say, Shane was not happy about yeah, that. He would have not have rode back with me. Yeah. He'd have been getting a bus. He was bit. gracious enough to take me back I home. think that there's several people in Dale's life that probably would have left him stranded uh, in, yeah, on yeah, the ferry. They, all, they brought me back. One or two. Somehow, somehow some way. Holler out to all my... All my peeps. All, all the other bubbles. <laughs> all the, pe- all the so, few peeps that have hung in We'll there. get into this new segment we're going to do called Dale's Fails. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk about all the transgressions. Yeah. Can we talk about, I don't know, where, where the line, where, where do you draw that? Remember that, that warehouse you had? The studio over there? Uh, no, no one knows what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what warehouse? The one over behind 2033 nope. Motorsports uh, where I almost went to jail? I don't remember. Yeah, right. Studio. I do. One of our one and only was there too. I won't put. Him, I, won't, I won't say any names. Mm. <sighs> it rhymes with uh, men's and more. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not pointing any fingers, but that guy's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to jail that night. Yeah, Shane said it'll be a long. Segment. Yeah, yeah. It, w- it would probably be. Yeah, it was fails. But if we went all all our fails, we'd be here for quite a while. Oh yeah, I don't even know if I can. But even longer with. I could write a book with stories, and people be like, "No way!" But the people who knew would be like, "Oh yeah, I remember that." So, (laughs) my problem is, is I have hard drives and hard drives and tapes and boxes of stuff. all the crap that we're talking about yes. that we did with my friends because I was the guy with the camera. Oh, yeah. Jeremiah saw, shot me a, uh, a picture the other day. Where was that from? Eighth grade. You were in eighth grade. Yeah. It was in a yearbook. I was digging through. So I was helping a buddy move, and we, we found a bunch of old yearbooks in the Tyson yeah. yearbook. From when we, did you, you draw harder on any girls you had a crush on? So, <laughs> did you? I showed you that. I, yes. Yeah, I showed that. I, to uh, a friend of mine posted a, a yearbook photo the other day, and it was like the class thing or whatever. We were showing her, tagged a bunch of people, and it was. I was like, uh, did he see that? There was a heart, big, like, rudimentarily drawn heart around this. Have a good one, man. Thanks for dropping in, dude. Yeah, we're not we're not going to talk about my yearbook. Hang on, let me show this picture. Pull up a camera, Bubba. Which one you got hot? Uh, let's see. Oh, here we go. Right here. Uh, this one right here. Let's do that. Let's just show everybody. Okay, that's number four. Hold on. All right, so that's Fred's camera. There it is. Let me. Yeah. Is it focused? Should auto focus. Dude, Dale, do you have Hold on. You got frosted tips, man. Of course I did. Yeah, bro. This boy band days. Do you even know who I was? I couldn't even tell. I didn't even know that was a picture. Those aren't frosted, bro. Those are platinum tips. I remember when I saw Cody Waller get frosted tips one time and I didn't let him live it down for a long time. Remember when he got just the edges? Yes, bro. I remember that vividly. Yeah. I remember his grandfather making fun of him. (laughs) I never got frosted tips. 
I was lucky to get a chili bowl. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I got both my ears pierced. Oh, man, I've been, Dale, through, I've been through some phases. Did you, did did you listen to Limp Bizkit and phases. walk around with the, the white shoes and the red hat? Like, did I what? Were you a cop, copy and Fred Durst back then? No. I think we all did. At one point. It was super popular. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, it's it's been fun. Fred, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks, Fred, for all your input. I think you really pulled this show together. I'm about to eat your biscuit. Yeah, your biscuit is gone. Probably cold now. Bobo, phenomenal job back there today. Thank you. Uh, You're gonna be saying starting soon again while we end. So yeah, we're gonna be. We're, we're still fixing the, you know, the technical difficulties, but probably by episode 55, we'll probably have. Yeah, we'll have you guys out. lined out. Yeah, probably about next year. You know. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes next year. Uh, we laugh about it here. They berate me so, here. Uh, again, man, we we appreciate everybody. We appreciate all the comments. We appreciate the crazy amount of views that we're getting and everybody that hops 14, in here. 14,000 views from two two weeks ago. We had six or almost 7,000 last week yeah. in one week span to this show. That's insane. Yeah. Well, and you know, just those that, that take, you know, we, we do a, we do a two hour segment ish. We, we don't really care on the time. And you know, if you have five minutes to hop on here and, and, and gab with us, we, we welcome that. And we appreciate that thing set up so we can have people call in and yeah, we'll get that. And then uh, let's give away concert tickets. We could, uh, and we are going to start doing some giveaways. We're we're working on a lot of things. So just, just keep, uh, keep tuning in. This show's getting better. And, uh, like I said, even if you can tune in for, for three minutes, we appreciate your time. And if you, you know, if you don't have time, you can catch it on iTunes. We want your feedback, podcast. Too. Let us know what you want us to take on. Yeah, and turn the cameras off so nobody sees me. That's not happening. I'm about to figure well. out a better angle for you. Thanks, buddy. Another day. All right, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Same time, same place. We love you, Bobo. Take us out.